0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick a Solid Podcast. My name is Joel Moran, and I'm here with Andrew Velez and River Brown. It's now episode 175. In this episode, we are going to preview the second round matchups, talk about the Nets getting swept, the Sixers potentially blowing a 3-0 series lead, and more. A quick Patreon shout out to Icon No Cap Anthony. Caleb Baker, Travis Toomer, Drew's the Goat, Holmes 206, Nyrie Baylor, your boy Nick, Pimp Chimpin, Jake the Snake, Corrupt, G-Bug, Kobe, Dylan, Afosa, Mason, Rico the One, Gentile Drew, Cade MVP, Mark SP4Z Shot, Jordan What? Evan Dylan, Joel is the goat, Matthew Jimenez, Mayo, Andre, Matthew, Peter, Daniel, Ben William Ruthless Rootster Sensei Stevie Joel B SA Crimes Kevin S Eagle Dollar Tizzy Corey Get Funked Dylan Playboy Orlando Big Chuck Michael Greg Cole Liam T Grove 17 Tua Sucks on Car Ryan, Epic Linkiness, Aaron, It's Black Ace, Anthony, BJ, PJs, Langston, Jazzy Juice, Johannes, Ruben, Muffins, Dave, John, Sean, Triplett, Burner Hoops, Court Cousins, P. Dot, George, Hakari,
1: Mateen, and Jay Aqua. Good old Jay Aqua, man. Let's and go. Denko
0: Hawkins from YouTube. YouTube members. Shout out Denko. Yeah. Shout
1: out Denko. Yo, shout out Dylan, shout out Hikari, shout out Novel. Funny story yeah, about yeah. Shout out, uh funny story about Novel, actually. So yesterday we were on the the voice chat and Discord. Oh, Mr. Hollywood joined yeah, the facts, Discord. Man, I was trying to trying to get back in touch with the guys. And um we were talking to me in novel, and he was talking about his, his sister, and she's a nurse apparently. So okay. I was like, yo, what's her name? Because you know how my Twitter name is First Responder Drew, because I'm I'm going to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. So all I was trying to do was, you know, throw first responder in front of her name. Like a respectful human being. He goes, why you want to know that, bro? I was like, bro, you think I'm trying to get with your sister? Like, what's going on with you right now? But that was funny. But shout out to them, man. We chopped it up for a minute.
0: Yeah, for sure. And today we actually have something uh, special to show you guys. Before we do that, I actually want to shout out a a user in our Patreon who just recently joined. Oh give him a give him and the whole
1: round of applause.
0: His name on Twitter is Anthony Icon. He has an Anthony Edwards profile picture.
2: Okay, okay. Anthony He's- Icon sounds fire.
1: Anthony he's Icon. always That
0: is hard. He's always active under my tweets so I got to give him that that's shout real. out. And there I appreciate go. everybody that's active on the Pick a Side Twitter, our Twitter's, whatever Twitter, thing going you guys crazy. My I, been there, we there we go. I told yeah, you. I told, Twitter you Twitter I told you your time was coming. Yeah, my, my <laughs> I told you your time was coming. I told y'all like once on Twitter, once you get that initial initial momentum,
2: nah, you start dear. to get those All my tweets 10, 10 likes up, 10 likes up and it just be growing, growing, growing. I'll be at a case so
1: just there you go. That's and it. you snag. have 500
0: right now, so you might about to be on that.
1: 500, and what, like two? Two, three? Like 520, maybe something. I'm, like like. 20, maybe something I'm like like that. saying months. Three, how, two, three months? Oh, yeah.
2: Probably, yeah. Something like You're going to be there firm. in two months.
1: I, I believe it in yeah. yeah. two months. Definitely by
0: the summer.
2: Definitely by the summer.
1: Definitely.
0: So before we get on to the actual show, uh, for those of you that listen to the pod, you know that last week it was Riv's birthday. And Serge and Dom were nice enough <laughs> to send this package to Riv. Uh, they have they told us it's a jersey. Oh really? And Riv, <laughs> yeah. let, let's see. Open it up right now. Let's see what you got. Let's see what your present is.
1: Do you have any guesses? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh,
2: Jesus. I already know what it
1: is, bro. Yo, if it's what I think it is, they're clouds.
2: <laughs> 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 oh.
1: <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yo, imagine, imagine spending money on this.
2: This is embarrassing.
1: <laughs> Yo, nah, turn around, turn around. There you go.
2: It's a Bruce Brown jersey. Nah,
1: that is you ha-
2: know, <laughs> I told him I was gonna throw it in the garbage, but because they're loyal fans, I'm gonna they keep are. it. I'm they gonna, are. gonna definitely. Are you gonna, gonna wear, wear it for the show? I'll
0: throw it on. Real, real Bruce Brown. <laughs> He was actually the best player on the Nets, though, no, by sure. far and away. Yeah, this series, hell yeah, by far and away, undoubtedly. Yeah, hell he's yeah. still
2: horrible. Would you want him on the Bulls? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I couldn't watch him. Nah. Now, nah, if he was
1: the- on the Bulls, I'm sure you would not be mad. We're gonna
2: rock. we gonna rock him for the night. Yo, it looks
1: tough. We I'm gonna really be honest. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. We're gonna rock
2: the Bruce Brown for the night. Maybe there we go. Maybe I could spew out some great takes with this Bruce Brown. Maybe, maybe he'll this come is through you. Virus. um it looks good. It's clean. At least it
1: facts. Yeah.
2: Shout out to Diamond Surge. I, I knew they were gonna do it. They said they were gonna do it. I didn't believe them. And then they did it. I'm like, All right.
1: Yo, when's our package coming in? I don't know. Nobody gives us jerseys. Uh, no, no, no. I mean like the other package. Pause. What? What package? What's going on? bro? Oh. The... All right, I guess we're not talking oh, about it. Oh, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. I NBA stores delivery suck. They're playing, man. man. Bro, and you know what's the thing? I ordered something off of the NBA store and I'm actually curious to know if any of you guys have a similar experience. I ordered a jersey off the NBA store. Because I know that they have shipping delays, I intentionally said I, I checked off the option of one-day shipping. <laughs> one-day shipping. Listen, I want my package tomorrow. Right. They send me a notification, despite <laughs> me paying for one-day shipping, that oh. it's not going to come until May.
1: I hope you got your refund.
0: I no. actually didn't.
2: I didn't get my Amazon refund. does that sometimes, too. Like you do the one day and it will come in like four
1: or five. Well, that's days. why you got to do Amazon Prime. Are you an Amazon Prime member? Yes. All right. Well but sometimes they, you know they I they are can't are I it. can't control what happens outside. Of course.
2: But I'm to be honest.
0: That's an, whenever I order something off of Amazon, I know I'm getting it in two days. I'm not gonna
1: find true. Yeah, no, that's no,
2: they why hit, I'm shocked. They, no, they they did it one time. They violated. It. I, I was hurt.
0: Yeah, they slave the workers, bro. They get those packages <laughs> on time.
2: <laughs> UPS slave workers. That's UPS that's is facts. crazy. I remember I was Amazon is worse, bro. Think, no, I, yeah, I used yeah, to, bro, I used yeah, to work. UPS. They had you picking the hundred pound bro, boxes. The, fact, the, the same fact thing that, in Amazon. The fact that really? people pay mm-hmm.
1: for Prime, they have a duty to make sure those packages get there. Makes
2: sense. UPS. I used to
0: work at UPS. I was a package uh, um, handler. So you know, I unloaded the packages on the truck. People would come from Amazon to UPS. Like Amazon is horrible <laughs> and they would you would get paid more like i think amazon workers they made like, like 16 18. Say, 16 like, 18 yeah. at least they when i was working yeah, they just both up right yeah when i was at ups i was getting paid like uh 10 or 12 i think and amazon was 16 and people will come back and say like it's not even worth it. That's like, crazy. that extra when i was at ups i was
2: working there i went there for like a day i ate mcdonald's before i went there. i'm thinking this shit about to be light i go in he there up Nah, I didn't throw up, I was sweating death, and the dude, he pulled up with the car, you know the cars, they, they have, he's like, are Yo, you sweating up there, young blood? And I was like, come on, man. You ain't you gotta there. do me like this. He jumped up there like, yeah, you slacking, you ain't ready. I'm just like, bro, these shits is mad heavy. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. It's funny, because you say that like an old head.
0: Like They come over and say like, you slacking, man, you ain't ready. Like,
2: I don't want to ever be <laughs> yeah, ready for like, no, you. See slavery, no. bro, he, he talked no. about something. Yo, I'm clocking 12 hours, and I'm like, you crazy. I, I quit, like, after one day. Right? Like, <laughs> I nah, I couldn't
0: do that. I, I managed to have that job for a while, For I think for, like, almost a year. Um, you better than me. But I didn't work full-time. I worked part-time. So me too. I didn't work too much. But it, my job was fun because I worked with people who were, I was friends with and we laughed all the time and talked about basketball. That's what. Yeah, so I feel like when you have jobs like that, like jobs that you know are kind of temporary jobs and it's really hard work, it, it makes it better when you when you yeah. have people who are you're really cool with. That's how I
2: was at Amazon, but I got fired. Yeah, he was playing too much. He was playing way too much. You got fired at Amazon? Yeah, he was playing way
1: too much. <laughs> Same thing, like delivery. Nah,
2: yeah, I was in. I was. We was doing loading one day when I got fired, and it was this dude. Like he had, he had the red jacket, and I had me and him had a little bit of beef. He was the boss, so me and my mans we was talking in the in the in the alleyway for like an hour. We we didn't realize what time was just going past. He called us. He's like, "Yo, what y'all doing?" But he he had the Jamaican accent, so he's just talking to us, talking to us, and I'm like, the way you staring at me, I'm staring at him like that, and I just walked away. Like, I just walked away from <laughs> him, and he just looked at my mans, and my mans was just like, I don't know, and he's just like, nah, he's done. And I just walked away, went back to my truck, and Uh-oh. then they came back like, yo, I heard you disrespected the boss. I was like, nah, I just, when he stopped talking, I walked away, but he took that as disrespect, so he fired me.
0: Have you ever got fired from a job? No. I've never gotten fired from a job, but I've quit plenty. <laughs> I've quit. I've quit a few. I got. Fired. I got fired when we
2: was a. Uh, What's listening.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> when we were <worked, laughs> security. Yeah. Security.
1: I was working Sky Zone. I quit. I didn't give two weeks notice. <laughs> I never do uh, that. No. Uh I was working at Deep Pasquale. I didn't get fired. I didn't quit. It was like a mutual like schedules conflicted. So okay. I just couldn't work there anymore. But
0: I left Target on such a bad note. <laughs> <laughs> Target. <laughs> I was. I used to work at Target and. Um, I was over it bro I was working for a couple months I was already over it I knew like I was done They had me scheduled for the <laughs> week And <laughs> I, w- I just didn't show up for any of my shifts <laughs> And Target the way they pay you Is that they pay you every two weeks And I didn't have direct deposit So the money didn't come in directly I had to go pick up the check physically <laughs> So I had not come into work for like two weeks And then when the day came for me to pick up the check Which is like on a Friday I went I went in <laughs> And then they're like the fact that you're here, you have some nerve. No, and then, and then, she, and then she was like, "You didn't show up for any of your shifts." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, sorry about that." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm here to pick up my check." And she's like, "Just make sure you don't do this to your future employer." I was getting my check, well. and I just left, and uh, I just, you know, I do that, that job so sucker. It it wasn't horrible, but I I get when I don't like doing something, I get <laughs> tired of it very quickly. And I don't have enough tolerance to do things the right way. So I kind of I kind of leave every every job I've been at outside of maybe like one or two. I've left on bad terms.
1: Like I said, like,
0: like I would just I just don't show up no more. bro. Yeah. yeah I, I just I don't, don't tell you I'm up.
2: quitting. I don't tell you two weeks. I'm just not coming anymore. And
0: I I do that because, you know, employers, they are they don't have they don't they aren't obligated to give you a two weeks notice if they're about to fire you they just fire you yeah. Yeah. so if I'm done with this job why do I have to give you a two weeks oh, notice oh no I'm with you and then yeah, when you try I'm to
2: call you. me I blocked
1: everybody's it, number especially when it's like some ringy dink regular ass job yeah. no no discredit to to Target if you guys work at Target shout out to y'all what a wuss now, you still gotta respect them cause you know some people are really putting their time everybody got they, their got they
0: story got their struggle Gunna,
1: huh? Gunna said it best uh, uh, Gunna, nine, it's easy for Gunna, Gunna to say a 9 to that. 5 it's, that's cool make your money's cool 9 to
0: 5 is cool but don't you think that people who work at these like fast food places or these jobs like here. they kind of know that this is not where i want to of course stop so, at. no definitely like i want to i want to advance definitely at least i hope most people do but my that. whole
1: point being i don't really care like it, yeah this isn't the end-all be-all for me yeah so that's really what i was yeah. gonna say i
0: definitely for anybody listening i definitely don't judge anybody for working no at of course places. not of because course i've worked not. at i've worked at kfc <coughs> i've worked at target i've worked at ups i was gonna say i I've worked, worked, worked at security, sky Zone. i worked everything
1: i worked at sky Zone for like three four years it's a trampoline place yeah i applaud you because i ain't working no fast ever in my life no that's crazy i respect that for i worked real. at
0: kfc before how
2: was
1: that
0: I was eating grilled chicken in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have a one. I was I like, yo, this grilled chicken go crazy. <laughs> so KFC was good eats? Yeah, I only worked there for like a week, though.
1: Oh, why? Um, <laughs> We're so off to you. It was like 20 <laughs> minutes. It's just bullshit.
0: I only worked there for a week because I just, the, the, the manager was, I didn't like her. Like, she was very bossy. I just wasn't with it. Uh-huh. And I don't know. It just was, I just, I didn't want to work there. Like, I was over it. So I worked there for a week and then... I just didn't show up. I was like, I'm done with this.
1: Hey, listen, not the worst thing, right? The thing about probably saved you from eating KFC like every single day. (laughs) And it's funny,
0: ironically, I was very skinny at the time too. Yeah, I was very skinny at that time. And you were eating grilled chicken.
1: That should have put you in shambles if you went every day. Oh my God, bro, your cholesterol would be toast.
0: Thing about that though is that um, with the jobs that I just walked up and left for the most part, like you have to be smart about it too. Like if you know that you're not gonna or you don't intend to cross this path again, mm. then it's okay. But like, if you're actually like in a profession <laughs> that you want to do, like let's say you're an accountant and you have an accountant job at like, I don't know, H and R block or whatever, you know, you probably should put your two weeks notice in for that. For sure. But if it's like a regular job like that, like a fast food place, like eh, I would just walk Cause out. Cause it's one like, of
1: those that if you put it on a resume, like can we contact <laughs> <yeah>. your employer? <laughs> I tell them no. <laughs> don't you call. Should say yes. No, they're never going to call. They're never going to call. Always say yes I
0: feel like post-pandemic Has made a lot of people realize um, Their own self-worth When it comes to these type of jobs Definitely Because you look at a lot of these these places They're not able to fill up their staff Because they underpay these workers And because the work that you get For the amount that you pay It just doesn't correlate So post-pandemic people are realizing that You know if You don't at least up to what we're getting We're not going to work in this type of job So that's why you see a lot of these jobs Like Wendy's, Taco Bell Like they've raised their pay a lot of these fast food chains have raised their pay because they know that in order for people to work at those places in this economy, you got to do it. Like of nobody course. wants to work after the, after the pandemic. It's kind of people have opened up their eyes to like, I can do more with my time.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of people working from home now since the pandemic, mm-hmm. hit, which is exactly the ultimate finesse.
0: Exactly. Yeah. We got very off topic. Let's start I don't the really show. Care, Riv nice. with this Bruce Brown jersey. <laughs> we're, we're recording very late today. Body. Super late yeah. man
1: I'll tell you what But I'm I'm feeling good I'm feeling very I'm sharp feeling For some reason Amazing but I am stunning. I was super sleepy Right before we started The podcast And the podcast It's my energy and You kind of just get Like a rush of adrenaline When I walk
2: in The, the energy Just you feed off Riff Yeah the you think so just Cause
1: you riff. came in And I was like Damn it's This time. guy they they God
2: Thank God yeah, I walked in It's time It's like when you know When, like, a promo hits in WWE
1: and The Rock finally shows (laughs) up. The the
2: music hits. music hits. Everybody gets lit.
1: Like, it's time. That was a cool analogy. All right, let's go.
2: You have the book and jersey on, and this is
0: our first topic of the show. The Nets got swept by the Boston Celtics, and a lot of things went wrong throughout their season. We're going to talk about it. We're going to recap. We're going to talk about also what are they going to do moving forward. We have this Ben Simmons dilemma. We have Kyrie Irving. He has to get an extension now. Uh, they have some key <coughs> free agents. so I mean first of all where did things go wrong for the Brooklyn Nets and how do you move things forward in the right direction I'll start with you Riv
2: <laughs> so for me I picked Brooklyn in six and I was wrong but I, I didn't have any I didn't Casual. have any you know any feelings towards either team in the series I kind of went in neutral didn't care who win um hey
1: yeah, you thought you were being smart? In a casual move
2: Boston had a simple game plan It was so It was so simple Like this defensive scheme Was pretty simple We're just gonna force Kevin Durant to help side We're gonna make Kevin Durant become a passer We're gonna make Kyrie Become a passer And after You know game one You saw Kyrie explode For 30 points And it looked amazing But Kevin Durant didn't show up Game two they blew it The Nets could've won that game And then game three And game four Brooklyn I mean Boston just put Their stamp on it Kevin Durant, towards the end of the season, we thought was elevating as a playmaker. You know, he had a lot of double-digit games. He was making the right reads. All he had to do in the series was make the right reads, but I think a lot of that was he didn't trust his teammates. Another thing was he kept thinking he had to be that guy. He was forcing a lot of shots. You know, credit to Jason Tatum for his one-on-one defense, but also credit to Boston and Udoka for their defensive game plan on just throwing 50 Bodies at Kevin Durant and just getting physical with him. I love that the refs let them get physical. I love that the refs let them play that playoff basketball that we love to see. And Boston defensively just honed in. They just were amazing on the defensive end. Shout out to Boston. For the Nets, they, I just feel like a lot of 3D and D guys need to come into the program. I think Nash throwing out a lineup with Dragic, Kyrie, and Seth was horrible. You know, three non defenders. Well, Kyrie's a good defender, but. He's 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 on an island essentially against Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's not a good matchup. So I think a lot of that needs to play into the fact that I think another big with help Drummond was
1: ass, let's just be honest. Claxton He was serviceable, but he missed a lot of key free throws. Yeah, he's
2: he one one game he's just hitting the ball up yeah. in the air, doing a lot of weird stuff. Um Claxton, he's just <laughs> he Claxton. It's just so tough to ah, like Clax. He was I, good this series. He just didn't hit free throws. He was, yeah, that's like, really what free, it is. But free throws is such a crucial part for a big man because you? they're gonna foul you, you know. But Clax is still young. He still has. I feel like he has to bulk up. But yeah, for me, the Nets need to get a new coach, definitely. But at the same time, Kevin Durant, Kyrie said they didn't want to be coached. They said this is how there was they wanna, no head coach, bro. They said this KD is coach. KD could have
1: been the head coach. Kyrie could yeah, been the like head coach. this is how they
2: wanted to do play. But I think now that they realize that experience is over, <laughs> they, they got humbled. They definitely need to go in. Ben Simmons needs to play. They need to get a lot of three and D guys, guys who can defend and hit the three ball, just space the floor. Joe Harris will be back next year. I feel like Seth Curry should stay. He still is that I mean, type he of is. guy.
0: He, he has a year left.
2: No, I mean they might tra- like uh, don't yeah. trade him. Like the- Seth Curry should stay, and they should definitely go out. Bruce Brown, he's horrible. I think he's dumb don't trash. Cat, but he played. Don't care he, he, he was one. Of, no, like it's I, agenda. I, I, when, Put I say, when I say your he's when I say he's horrible, it's like I just hate to watch him play. But he was literally no cap, like the most, con- the best, the most consistent player in the series. I think they should the definitely Nets. bring him back for the Nets. Of course, they should bring him back, but definitely just get some three and D defenders. But this was just—I feel like this was just a humbling moment for Kevin Durant, and Kyrie, and they—they're not in as bad of a situation as people think. They still have those two guys. Kyrie's probably going to come back. They have Ben Simmons. Would coming back. Would you bring Kyrie back? You have to. I think like, why would you let him go? You know, I think like Kyrie did have a point in his post game. They didn't play a lot together. And that you can't just, as talented as these teams are, you can't just not play all year and go into the playoffs and think it's going to click like that. It just doesn't work like that. Even the greatest of teams need that chemistry. So I think he should come back. I think it doesn't. the market won't even allow him to go anywhere else because it just doesn't make sense. I don't think Detroit... With their new culture building, he's going to go there. San Antonio, with their culture, I don't think Kyrie's going to go there. Houston, I doubt it. So I think he should just go back, and I think they should just— they What ha-
1: makes you think these low-key teams are the ones that are going to want Kyrie?
2: Well, they're the only teams with cap. Oh, okay. There, there isn't—this this year, there isn't many teams with cap. It's like four or five bad teams with cap.
1: You don't think teams will figure it out to make Kyrie— Get for Kyrie, based time. on what he's done this year? No. Okay. I think fair the, the
2: only spot is Brooklyn.
1: But I don't think
2: Brooklyn's in a terrible situation. They still have mm-hmm. a lot of moves they can make, but they're not in a bad situation.
1: All right. So, where did things go wrong for the Brooklyn Nets? It actually starts when Kevin Durant goes down because a lot of events transpired Ooh. after that. You had James Harden playing by himself because Kyrie couldn't play because of the vaccine mandate. And Harden realized the supporting cast around him was not ideal, not fit to really compete at a high level. So Harden becomes disgruntled. Now Harden wants a trade, and suddenly Harden's now off the Nets and now on to the 76ers, and now you get Ben Simmons, you get Seth Curry. Kevin Durant comes back into the lineup. Now the vaccine mandates were uh, put away, and, and Kyrie Irving's ready to play, but by then it was too late because these guys weren't able to gel. And you had, before the Kevin Durant injury, the Nets being a top-two team in the East. Were they number one yeah. when before Kyrie, uh, before KD goes down? And Then KD goes down and really just every piece just started to fall with that. And Kevin Durant coming back, he still wasn't able to to get the team fully back to what they were. They were playing very inconsistent basketball where some nights him and Kyrie were out of their out of their minds playing ridiculously great. And then some nights they just looked like shell of themselves defensively where were were nowhere near where it needed to be to, to really compete at a high level. And then we get down the stretch into playoff time and against the Cavaliers, where we see KD and Kyrie really dominate the game. They start to to slack off and we start to see their defense really become a liability against an offense that really was Darius Garland based and outside of him, they had nothing else going. So that was a red flag for me. Defensively, they had always had red flags for me. Offensively, I shouldn't have been thinking about KD or, or Kyrie's uh, scoring talents or uh, abilities at all because that was supposed to be a lock. Now here we go. We come into the series against the Celtics and... You can't get KD and Kyrie on the same page on the same night. Game one, Kyrie Irving was out of his mind, was probably the best performance by a Nets player in the series. I'll give KD his flowers for what he did in, in game four, but down the stretch kind of ruined it for me. And then game two, both KD and Kyrie are relevant. Game three, KD and Kyrie are relevant. Game four, KD was was great for a majority of the game, but we see Tatum go get... Smoked free fou, He fouls out. You would think that... Here are the Nets with a a strong opportunity to at least take one, can't close the game, and somehow without Jason Tatum, the Boston Celtics win. Of four games, there was a point differential of 17 points, which is telling me that every single game, the Nets had an opportunity to win. And, And they folded. When you have KD and Kyrie, right? Kyrie was on record saying, I finally got someone I can look at and say, yeah, he can make the shot too. right? He said that. You weren't able to close the series out. You weren't. Excuse me. Forget about the series. You weren't able to close out games, especially when Tatum wasn't even on the floor for one of those. A lot of it stems from from that moment with Kevin Durant going down, because then we started to really see the Nets for who they were. Because Kevin Durant wasn't able to to mask all the imperfections of the squad, and clearly there was a lot of imperfections on this team. But credit to what the Celtics had done. I was very consistent. I've been consistent since the all-star break, credit to Riv, <laughs> but unfortunately he has now passed the torch of the, the Boston Celtics over to me since he incorrectly chose the the Brooklyn Nets to win this, this series, unfortunately. But the Celtics played excellent defense. Offensively, I wouldn't even say they played great offensively, where Tatum had his struggles. Defensively, he was absolutely unbelievable. The performance that he put on Kevin Durant defensively, Grant Williams, the performance that he put on, on Kevin Durant was excellent. Al Horford has to get his credit. He played great the entire series. Jalen Brown down the stretch of that game when Jason Tatum goes out, Jalen Brown steps up huge. It was a great team effort by the Boston Celtics, and it's going to be very exciting to see them in the next series versus Milwaukee.
0: The Celtics are for real. They're legit. They're a contender. We'll talk about them more later on in the show. Um, Everybody is branding the Nets as this colossal failure. Um, because they did right sign KD and Kyrie. I disagree. And the reason why Come I on. disagree is because
1: <laughs> Come on, how do expe- you this
0: that? is why. The expectation for KD and Kyrie is to win a championship. That's the expectation. But it's a bit different than a situation like the Clippers when they got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard because the Clippers, when they had PG and Kawhi, That first year, they were healthy. They blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. It was supposed to be Lakers versus Clippers in the conference finals. Lakers lived up to that bargain. The Clippers did not. They blew the 3-1 lead. When I look at the Nets, yes, in the history books, it will be looked at as a colossal failure. But when you look at the events that have transpired, first year, you, you, you unite James Harden, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant. Kyrie is injured for the majority of the season. Katie's in and out. Harden is the most consistent player, but then he goes down later in the season with a hamstring injury. In this, in the first round, they all play. They wax Boston. They they look unbeatable versus Milwaukee. James Harden now can't yeah. play. Kyrie Irving and Katie are are running it up on Milwaukee. Now Kyrie gets injured. Now James Harden gets get comes back. On a grade two hamstring, which we're looking at now, might have potentially um, hindered his career, and they were injured. But we all know last year, a healthy Nets were probably winning a, winning the championship because they were because Harden and Kyrie were not healthy. They did not win <coughs> despite their flaws defensively, despite their flaws roster construction wise. Last year, they would have won had they been healthy. Then you look at this year. Kevin Durant plays at an MVP level to start. You can tell James Harden is still recovering from his hamstring injury. He hasn't been the same since. We still look at James Harden like, where is the Harden of old? Kyrie Irving, this vaccine mandate in New York, has he wasn't able to play home games. I look at the Nets and I just look at a bunch of drama, injuries, drama, and things out of their control in terms of, Politics-wise, they were never able to fully mesh. Now, they do have some holes in the roster. I think the offseason, by me and many, was overrated. Paul Millsap proved to be an unproductive player. They brought back Blake Griffin, and he played solid minutes, but for some reason, Steve Nash didn't play him down the stretch. The offseason for the Nets was Patty Mills, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, and and Paul Millsap, I believe, if I did not Mm -hmm. mention him. Mm -hmm. That was the offseason for the Nets. All these guys at this point in their careers, one, not a great fit next to Katie and Kyrie or Harden if you're trying to build something. It felt like the Nets just threw out a bunch of names, a bunch of old names, and thought it would work when it was clear they needed more perimeter depth. They needed more shooters. They needed more spacing. And I don't think outside of Mills, they didn't bring that in free agency. Joe Harris's injury also hurt. That was their best shooter. He was shooting 46% from the three before he went down. So when I look at the Nets, I'm like, okay, they never had the opportunity to fully be healthy and mesh for a period of time. When we look at those 2019 Clippers, people were talking about that team (coughs) like when Kawhi and PG... And Pat Bev, or like when they're all healthy, they don't lose. And then they blow the lead to the Denver Nuggets 3 1. So that's why for the Nets, I feel like there is some leeway because there's just a bunch of stuff out of their control that happened. And injuries was a main part of that. Steve Nash, I, you know, I'm not a fan of Steve Nash. He was dealt a bad hand. And I don't think, you know, there's, a, you have to be fair to Steve Nash as well. But looking at this series, Kevin Durant played the way Kevin Durant played when he was in OKC. He's just isoing. You look at this series, it was a lot of KD and the Nets offense. You would see times where they wouldn't even pass it once. They would just shoot a shot with 20 seconds left on the shot clock. That's not winning basketball. They didn't pass in this series. Kevin Durant, the adjustment for him, people were criticizing him for not being overly aggressive the adjustment for him was to be passive and to pass the ball and to be a playmaker. In game four, he did that. He had nine assists, but he did it way too late. Sure. He didn't trust his teammates. And, I mean, do you really trust him when the corner guy you're looking at is Bruce Brown? Not so much. But there were times when you would see KD dribble on the elbow. He'd see two defenders come at him. Goran Zrozic's open at the corner, and KD settling for a jump shot. I trust Garanjox to hit that, hit that shot. Or Seth.
1: Yeah, or Seth. I don't know about that. Not this series, at least. No, he, Seth you was open. You, you I'm can't. not saying this series. Even, but you still have to make the right basketball
2: play. I agree. And Seth is could, a career. He was a, a no show this year. Seth is a
1: career 40%.
2: Like, make the right basketball play. Think about it. I would rather a Seth open three than a contested midi. I'm going to be honest. I'm not
1: disagreeing, but so, his opportunities. Got to make continue. the right play. And,
0: and then, you know, we don't even. We haven't talked about this enough, I think, in terms of everybody's so focused on Kevin Durant. Because the first guy is the fall guy. Of course. Game one, Kyrie went insane. He was non-existent for all the other games. Games two to four, he averaged 15 points, shot 37% from the field, and 18% from three. Kyrie Irving has had one great, phenomenal playoff series. The 2016 NBA Finals. And that shot has immortalized him as a clutch playoff performer, as this outstanding playoff performer, that series in general. But if you look at Kyrie Irving's body of work in the playoffs with the Celtics, with the Nets now, it doesn't look good. Kyrie Irving is an overrated playoff performer. He's an overrated clutch performer. And he's not a guy that, moving forward, I think I can count on in the playoffs. He hasn't shown it since 2016. Wow. Whether it's when, with inefficient play or whether it's been with injuries, you can't trust Kyrie. But like you said, the Nets have to re- bring him back because ultimately this is Kevin Durant's organization. Yep.
1: The plan was KD and Kyrie. My that was supposed to be good enough to get you I'll to a saying, championship. I've been saying what you
2: just said for years. I'm glad you said it. Um I, I like that Nets Clippers analogy though. I think um The Clippers year, had the chance. I think next Healthy. year, like I think it's a little bit of the same in a sense where the Clippers failed, right? They went retooled, you know, they went retooled, they got a new coach, got a bunch of new players, and then you've seen them, you know, get hurt, but they still make the WCF. I think this is the year Brooklyn fails. They go in. Offseason, they retool, and they can definitely make a bounce back. They just have to retool properly. Same with the Clippers did. They realized they messed up. They got humbled, just like the Nets. They got humbled. Now you have to go retool and build the better Austin. I think Brooklyn's in a good position because although Kyrie is overrated, that's who Kevin Durant wants. And Ben Simmons is still, you know, as much as we clown his offense, defensively, we can never disrespect him as a defender. So you still got him. He's young. He's on the contract. You just got it. Seth is on the contract. So I think you still have enough where you can go and build a solid (laughs) roster around Kevin Durant and Kyrie. You have a whole offseason to do it. So that was interesting. I actually like that analogy. Now they just have to retool. Next year would be the really the look year because,
1: like you said, they've been hurt multiple times. Early prediction, you think Steve Nash is gone? He should No, he's not gone. He's going to stay. He should be gone. I think he's probably gone.
0: I think he's staying. Uh, Kevin Durant has already vouched for him and support. Um, the Nets organization, there's been reports already that they're not going to make him the fall guy. So I think Steven Ash is staying. Um, the thing about the Nets, though, is that paying Ben Simmons, KD, Kyrie, they don't have money to go out and, and spend oh, on free agents. They're
1: in a bad spot. And
0: Kenny Smith made this analogy on a—well, he made this point, and I thought it was a great one on Inside the NBA, that what veteran wants to go ring chase in Brooklyn when the veterans you acquired in Millsap <laughs> and Griffin who were coming to ring chase— got no minutes. They didn't play. So what veteran player who probably still has some left in the tank is looking at Brooklyn like I want to play there because they're probably looking at it like I just saw what they did with Blake and Paul Millsap. They didn't play. So why am I going to go there and take less money? The Nets are going to improve by one of two ways. They're going to either trade Seth or Joe Harris. Oh, wow. Or they are going to or they are going to bank on players like Kessler Edwards, Cam Thomas, Daron Sharp, uh, rookies they drafted this past draft to develop. I think Kessler Edwards is the one that you look at like he's exactly with Brooklyn needs. He was a rookie this past season, so we couldn't play him much into the fire. But he's a solid defender. He's a solid shooter. He's the one that I look at that next year can be a pivotal part to what they do. I
2: think they just, like, I agree with what you said. Also, they need to bank on Nick Batum type of guys. Remember when Nick Batum, before the Clippers, people were calling him cooked. Charlotte was horrible, situation like that. He goes to the Clippers, kind of makes his career good again. You know, same thing with Roku. You know what I'm saying? he was People were calling him horrible in Portland. And he wasn't that good. He goes to the Clippers. Now, all of a sudden, you see the defense is there. The three-point shot is back. So, I think, like, players like that, people kind of forgotten – they, the Clippers, I mean, the Nets definitely need to go and try to see if they can still bring life out of those guys. Blake Griffin, they did that last year. You know, he, he had a little bit of life to him. Paul Millsap was cooked from the moment he started playing ball back over there. So I think with Blake Griffin, though, they they kind of not 100% got that one, but it was like last year. You know, you saw in the playoffs against Milwaukee, he was huge for them. Against Boston, he was good. So they got a little bit of life out of him. So I think if they do that again, but with smarter players, I think they'll be okay. You know, they they're they're not... In the there'll be a playoff team next year, no doubt,
1: Mama. Definitely. As long as you have Katie and Kyrie, you'll make the playoffs. At least should.
2: Something that everybody
0: was looking forward to in this series was a potential Ben Simmons return. We know he didn't return. He got a lot of backlash for not returning. <laughs> Reggie Miller called him out. Uh, people were calling him weak for not returning. Now, the Nets and Sixers made the trade. Ben Simmons for James Harden, essentially. The Nets did get Seth Curry, Drummond, and two first round picks along with Ben Simmons and the Sixers got Harden and Millsap. Looking at this trade, did both of these teams lose it? I'm going
1: to be honest. The answer is, I'm going to say that the Sixers lost it right now, but the Nets is a still wait and see because we haven't seen Ben. The only reason why it hurts is because you haven't seen Ben play at all, and you're going to give him $35 million. What hurts with James Harden is you're clearly not getting the player that you thought you were getting, and you have to pay him $45 million over however many years you decide to have him on your team. That's the reason why I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, yes, I think Philadelphia lost this trade, but I still think that the Nets have yet to really fully lose it until we see Ben Simmons play. I'm looking at it from this lens. The Sixers traded away Seth, Ben, for James Harden because James Harden is a, a An amazing playmaker who was supposed to be a great shot creator, a consistent scorer for them, and was going to be able to benefit Embiid's game tremendously. Now, Embiid has continued to be a dog this season, MVP candidate, top three at at the minimum, but James Harden has been the one that has been lacking because of his inconsistent aggression. He has not been aggressive completely since coming to Philadelphia. He came in the first two games. He was emphatic. He was unbelievable. And then we started to see him go back into his inconsistent ways. And we're seeing it here in this Toronto series. Now for the net side, Ben Simmons still has a chance to right his wrongs. So long as <coughs> next season he comes back, he plays, and is a, and is at least focused on basketball. Until he plays, you can't fully say that he lost it. But right now, as we stand... These two teams made this this trade because they wanted to win a championship. Right now the Nets just got swept and the 76ers are struggling right now when they were up 3-0, now it's a 3-2 series going to Toronto for game 6 as we stand right now. I'm I'm not looking at it as anywhere near to a success unless you win this championship because this move was made to win a championship and if you do not win one, it was a failure. Ben, uh,
2: I think they both lost. But like you said, I do think Brooklyn has a chance to fix that loss. Well, Ben Simmons specifically <clears throat> sure. has a chance to fix that loss because he watched his team get swept. He watched his team desperately get cooked on defense. And I understand you know, mentally he might not be right. He might really have a back injury. But it's like it's starting to become annoying, you know. This whole situation is just like, all right, you know, whatever. I understand why he didn't play Game Four. You know, it wouldn't make sense. He has to play ball in the year. Cool, that's cool. So Ben Simmons has a chance to rewrite that with Philly, though. I agree. You know, I think, and I picked Philly to win the series. You know, I I didn't think Miami would be a cakewalk. I think Miami and Philly would be a very tough series. But James Harden looks cooked, man. But I did. I was reading a report earlier today about one of his trainers were talking. And he was like, James Harden still didn't, he's still, like, injured. You know, James Harden still, the hamstring is still bothering him. So they say next, this offseason, he'll have a full offseason of fully recovering from the injury. But, you know, as great as a playmaker he is, he's just, he's not living up to that number two guy. They're not even asking him to be a number one guy. Joel Embiid is that. Easily. They're asking him to just be an effective scorer. His, his... Scoring just has taken a big dip, and it really sucks because you know Harden was one of the best players in the league, and this could have really turned Philly into a championship contender. But nobody's taking Philly serious because, well, one, nobody takes Doc Rivers serious, and two, nobody's taking Harden's you know scoring ability serious. And although Maxi has looked great, you know Tobias he started great. He was. We're gonna get into it, so let's not. He he looked great. You know Tobias has been okay. You need Harden to be that guy. Like it, those two. Maxie's still young. Harris, we know what he is, but you need Harden to be that guy. So I think at the moment, like you said, this was a championship. This was a move to win the championship. So Philly, for me, I ain't gonna say. Well, I ain't gonna go all the way and say they don't win the championship. They don't make it at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is definitely a failure for me. And I think he'll be back next year because it just doesn't make sense to go anywhere
1: else. Am I wrong by saying this move was made to win a championship? No, you're not wrong. But I wouldn't say it's a complete failure. If they don't want to change at this point in time, with the way that Embiid has been playing at the level that he's at right now, you're telling me that they don't want to maximize that yeah, and I, that wasn't solidified yeah. by trading for James Harden?
2: No, I agree. I think, you know, getting there, yeah, getting to the Eastern Conference final, but I think just like a championship, we love to say we love to give teams championship contender titles and we love to say it's championship or bust, but in reality, championship is hard to come by. Agree. And in the East, there's four teams right now definitely that are. In the East, can go to the championship. So okay. it's like it's tough for me to say, oh, it's just a fail because Miami can beat them, Boston can beat them, Milwaukee can beat them. So I can't like say fully it'd be a failure. But getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, is something I expect at minimum for them. But then
1: again, if Harden was Harden, oh, this wouldn't be a discussion exactly. But he isn't correct. Hunt, no doubt. He's still an elite playmaker, though. You know, that's the only thing you could say is elite right now of his game.
0: Yeah. Hey, Harden. And I've been telling you guys all year long that he's not the same.
1: All year long, yes, yes, yes. all year long, mm-hmm. he's been so like now he's, he's been good. He's back. I hate him. He's let me down. He's James been pretty- hard, never doubted him. I, I jinxed him. <laughs> now I know he's a bum again.
0: No, I've all year long I've said Harden is not the same. And when you watch him, you can tell he's not the same. You know, we even had the, the argument of if he's an elite shooter or not. And now you look at his only job is to. Facilitates sometimes a spot up and he's shooting 32% from three. Because James Harden was never an elite shooter. That's a three point shooter, he never
1: was. Never strong. But he was a, he was
0: that. a good one that took some took a lot of threes on high volume, and that's why he got those numbers. He was numbers. never an elite
1: spot up. He was a more create up off create off the dribble. True. To
0: talk about who won between these two, it really depends on the version the Sixers. The version of Harden, the Sixers are getting moving forward. But even with that, like I pose a question to you guys. The Sixers probably are better without Seth than Harden. Like this current version of Harden, if these playoffs, Seth would be more valuable to that team than what Harden is offering. I mean, them.
2: are we getting the Seth that we just seen? Correct.
0: We're getting the Seth that we've seen. From Philly, though. From Philly, uh, okay, who's okay, been okay. consistent. James Harden has fallen off so much that, I mean, before the season started, consensus top 10 player. Now he's 20 to 22. 20 to 30 damn Damn. you can go maybe 25 (laughs) to 30 that's (laughs) a
2: crazy drop
0: off Like James Harden you can name 25 players that you probably take over James Harden right now damn I
1: want to do that really badly right now like
0: for example a player that ranks amongst the 20 to 30 spot is Brandon Ingram would you take Ingram right now or James Harden you're taking Brandon Ingram
2: that's fair He's not lying. He's not lying. Yo, you're that's take, so crazy to say out loud, but it's fact. Saying, yeah, Even a
0: guy like Pascal Siakam, you are taking
1: Pascal
2: Siakam over James Harden.
1: What's your opinion on that? <laughs> I just I
2: hate Mr. Spinneroni, But yeah, you're right. Yo,
1: take it easy on him, all right?
2: I'd take Spin Cycle.
1: Thank you. He's been balling.
2: Yeah, i take Spin Cycle.
0: The only reason why the Nets may not lose this trade <laughs> is because, one, I mean, Ben Simmons is 25 years old. I mean, yep. regardless of what you want to say about him, I feel like... I don't know where the report came from that he was going to play in Game 4, um, but I thought it was irresponsible because clearly a player who has been hurt all year long and who was dealing with mental health issues to... Now, for somebody to report he's going to play for Game 4, um, playoff intensity basketball. Crazy. It it just it doesn't make sense. And for those people <coughs> saying... Man, you just got to give your team a chance out there. I mean, we we know what a 3-0 lead is in the NBA. Like it do is. We? Yes, we do. Do we? We know what it is. I don't is. know. I we might have that definition changed for us. Okay, but historically we know Correct. what it is. It's Correct. it's basically over. If if this was jail, it's a life sentence. Unless like you are playing, that's what you're it playing is. Doc
1: Rivers, right? That's
0: what it is. That's what a 3-0 lead is. So Correct. for Ben Simmons to come back when one, he probably doesn't he doesn't even help you in terms of offense. Because of the space and KD needs for sure. defensively, his injury we don't know how he's going to look. I think it was irresponsible for them to put that report out there, <laughs> and I don't I don't think the back pain thing is is um a lie. You know, there's studies, scientific studies that show that psychological distress causes chronic back pain. Oh, so really, okay. yeah, like it it's. Come on, man. Let's just not dig too deep into that. I, I'm Look, it's just a fact. And I like, don't know how Ben Simmons is feeling. That's crazy. Feeling maybe this is all the facade. Maybe it's not. But I feel like you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, I, I think a lot of people now, they feel like just because these athletes make a lot of money, they are immune to emotion. Uh, Paul George spoke about it in the bubble when he, you know, didn't play to his level. And Ben Simmons has experienced that for I mean, he's experienced that at a grander
1: level. But you know what's great about Paul George and and why he has my ultimate respect is because he spoke out and then he balled. Now, Ben Simmons can have what has transpired be okay so long as he comes back and he balls. That's the difference right now. I just
2: feel like it went from I don't want to play here no more to now I have, have like, stress when you finally get out of there.
1: No, I have back pain now. Well, because of the stress.
2: I think it's just like the timing of all of it is still a little weird, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt It's foggy. It's foggy.
0: That's why I don't want to speculate too much on it, but we also have to understand when talking about, when answering the question winning and losing, we have to understand why these teams made the trade. The Sixers made the trade to win a championship. Definitely. They traded Ben Simmons. They waited to trade Ben Simmons. Until a player like Harden or Dane became available because they didn't want a Malcolm Brogdon or or they didn't want a, I would even say, yeah, Fox. They didn't want a Harrison Barnes. They didn't want these guys. They wanted Harden. So they made this move to get that guy to get over the hump. The Nets traded Harden because he was disgruntled because he had, without literally doing it, he had quit on the team. That's why they traded him. The Nets knew, like, man— Harden at his best versus Simmons and whatever we're getting, the ceiling for our team isn't going to be as high. But we have no choice but to trade him. The ceiling, same sh- thing for the, the Sixers. The ceiling but should be
1: just as high when you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie. With
0: Harden, the ceiling is
1: higher. Cu- I mean, no, you, have arguably, <laughs> you have arguably you have arguably the greatest three put together that only played what sixteen games. My point being is you still have KD, you still have Kyrie. That should have been more than enough.
0: And, and Daryl Morey went on a bunch of interview sprees and talked about how. He has to maximize Embiid now, sure. so he has to get the he has to make the perfect trade when trading Ben Simmons, and he thought it was Harden, and he has not now, been yeah, the player. Ma-
2: Maury did his job, I think. Maury for sure, he has to maximize Embiid, and I think he did the best move at the moment that he could have done. So. Yeah,
0: but then again, I I understand the criticism for Ben Simmons. You know, I wanted to give I want to give him the benefit of doubt for a little bit, but also you have to understand that you know all these players <clears throat> played injured in the playoffs. You look at. Rob Will, he played, injured. Uh, John Collins came back, injured. Uh, Anthony Edwards tweaked his knee and then came back the same game. Uh, Steph Curry also coming off the bench while still dealing with his injury. So, so players, he wasn't
2: going to say Zach Levine's name, huh?
0: Oh, Zach Levine. Yeah, I guess I'll say his Luca. name too. Luca too, coming back from, from his hamstring.
1: Kevin Booker's coming back tonight, or excuse me, the next game that they play.
0: So we are seeing players coming back from injuries, and the fact that Ben Simmons didn't give it a shot, I understand that perspective where you at least wanted Ben Simmons to do something similar to what Anthony Davis did last year in the sun series where he came back. It was clear he was hurt. He ran up and down the court a couple times and then he re injured himself,
1: pulled himself out again. and then
0: it was like, we knew, okay, like he, he gave it a shot at least. So I can understand that perspective that people at least wanted to see Ben Simmons, give it a shot. Like at least try if if it's visible that, like, okay, like, you cannot play, you know, they'll applaud you, you go back to the bench, you know, you did what you can, but I think the frustration stems from he didn't try, and that's what I think, you know, most of it stems from, and this is a big-time offseason for the Nets because now they have to deal with Ben Simmons and try to get him right mentally, and who knows what's going to happen, you know, because there's a possibility that we go through this entire offseason and, and Ben Simmons doesn't shoot up for game one. So, Sheesh.
1: which would be crazy? Yeah, I don't see that happening. He needs to play opening day. He yeah, and he play.
0: he's owed, uh, one hundred seventeen million. Yep. But yeah, but uh, James Harden. So, <laughs> let's get back to this because I'm actually curious, and we can just name players that uh
1: top twenty or twenty five better than yeah. Harden. So you're just yeah, gonna yeah. name it? Okay.
2: We're gonna go him or Harden? So okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Love it, man.
0: Is James Harden a top 25 30 player still? That sounds like a crazy question, but let's go over some names. Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Giannis. Giannis. Embiid. Embiid. LeBron. LeBron. KD. KD. Trey Young. Trey Young. Luca, Luca, John Morant. John. Ja. Carl Anthony Towns.
1: Cat. Cat. He's been bowling these last couple games. No, I don't cat, want to disrespect Cat. I just had to think about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: That's nine. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy. Jimmy. That's ten. DeMar DeRozan.
1: DeMar. DeMar.
0: That's eleven. Um, let me go through. Kawhi. Yeah, let me go through, like, because a lot of these players' P.E.R.s are kind of, because they're centers. Yeah. Okay, so Jason Tatum. 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 That's 12. Brandon Ingram. Ingram.
1: Ingram. But it's a conversation. But I take Ingram.
0: Okay. What number am I on if you guys. 14. 14? Donovan Mitchell.
1: Donovan. Donovan.
0: Devin Booker. 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 Zach Levine. Conversation, Bazak. I'm going Levine, Jalen Brown, JB. conversation with J.P., Paul George, Paul PG. George, C.J. McCollum.
1: <laughs> That's the one. C.J. has come to the Pelicans and he really has changed them. That's the one. I gotta think about that one. I'm. I just
0: ask you this: If C.J. swap him and Harden on the 60 right now, w- I'm
2: C.J. Going McCullum. C.J. C.J. McCollum.
0: Okay, Bradley Beal. Yeah, Bradley fucking
2: Beal. <laughs> Rallyville, man. God damn
1: it, Harden. Ugh. What Harden's number am I so on? Inconsistent. Seventeen. This is supposed to be your job, man. Now he's on seventeen. Is it seventeen? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, man. I'll tell you what. Oh, you're missing a lot of names too. This is, I know. I'm. I'm gonna keep going. I'll tell Did you. You what, say Curry? No. Well, that's obvious. Eighteen. God damn it. I would probably go. I think you got to go Beal. You low-key have to. Because Beal's fake a good playmaker, too. He's not James Harden, but he's a decent passer a also. Too. All right, I'm going, Beal.
0: Okay, so just for reference, I actually just pulled up my NBA ranking quiz. I had Harden 23 on here. So this is going to be much easier for me, at least, to keep up with these names. Let's do it so here. I'll just do it through, through one, through whatever I have Let's here. So Giannis. Yes, Giannis. Jokic, yep. Jokic, Steph, Steph, mm-hmm. Embiid, yep. Embiid, LeBron, yep. LeBron, Luca, yep. Luca, Tatum, yep. Tatum, KD, mm-hmm. KD, Kawhi, yeah. Kawhi, PG,
1: PG, yep. Dame, yep. Ja Morant, Dame, John Morant, Yes. Ja. Kat. Cat, yeah. Cat, A- AD, yep. AD, A-D. <laughs> A-D.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Butler, yeah. Jimmy, Trey Young, yep. Trey, Devin Booker, yep. Mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan, mm-hmm. DeMar. DeMar, DeRozan mm-hmm. DeMar, Zion Williamson,
1: mm-hmm. Zion,
0: Jalen Brown, JB, Darius Garland or Harden right now? Harden. I'm going Garland. Wow. Brandon, Brandon Ingram.
1: Ingram. B.I. So you would take B.I. over Garland? Yes. Easy? Yes. I don't like that, but... Kyrie. <laughs> I'm going Kai. Kai. Chris Paul. CP. CP.
0: Donovan Mitchell. Don. Don. Zach Levine.
2: Zach. Levine. SGA. I can't answer that. I'll
1: be too biased. <laughs> I'm going to go SGA, though. I'm going to... See, th- this is the tricky part, because we say... Nah, you know we what, say I'm going to
2: pay homage Harden. Yeah, Harden, I was going
1: to say, because we say SGA because we're but projecting. But you can't say Garland. We're projecting. But I, you're saying that's easy SGA over Garland? I think SGA is better than Garland. Mm, that's a conversation we can have. And
0: players
2: not on here on this list. And with CJ, that being said,
1: I'm taking SGA. All right, yeah, you got to. I
2: mean, that's what I'm saying. He didn't even name. There's a lot of players missing. For sure. We're not even. Yeah. He might not be top 30 the way the list just went. Um, nah, no way. Harden can't go out like that. I mean, this is the Listen, reality. If he blows his 3-0 lead. You're toast.
0: You're toast. Yeah. Why is he toast? I he pick knows Philly. why. Uh, you picked Philly. That's why
2: you're toast? Mm-hmm. Mm. Philly and six. Because I've been getting,
1: getting clowned, right? You, you've been clowning me all season <laughs> when it matters most. Who's stepping up to the plate? Don't blow this 3-0 lead. This is, game this is right like here. you have I the 3-0 Philly. lead. I said
2: Philly and six. It's, it's right here.
1: Okay. i am waiting right. for this. Okay.
0: I think Philly closes it out, too.
1: All right. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it right now.
0: We'll talk about it now. Sixers, they were up 3-0 against the Raptors, and the Raptors have come back. They won two games in a row. Game six is in Toronto. Now, 14 14 teams have won two games after trailing 0-3, and the Raptors would become the fourth team ever to force seven games after trailing 3-0 since the 2003 Blazers versus the Mavericks. So this hasn't been done in... 19 years, this is what they're about to do? Insane. So this is an insane, remarkable achievement, even if they don't pull it out. Now, I'm just going to say this. I originally picked Toronto in this series. Sixers looked dominant. I thought this series would should be 3-2. I didn't think the Sixers should have got off to a 3-0 lead. Now, I think what's really helped Toronto, like just flat out, is Fred Van Vliet being it's crazy out. crazy you're gonna say that, um, but I'm Scotty not Scotty Barnes now being the point guard and them going to a lineup where everybody is six five or taller, that length and size has really bothered Philadelphia. And Fred Van Vliet, although he is a pesty defender, he did get hunted down on mismatches because he is short in stature. And he's a player that has been injured, frankly, since the all-star break and he hasn't fully recovered from that. And he's a volume shooter. He takes 10 th- he attempts 10 threes a game. If it's not hitting, you know, are you driving to the basket? Are you doing that enough? He just wasn't doing enough of that.
1: And you said we saw that in game three,
0: 100%. It's really, I think, on Embiid is fine. Toronto is Toronto has been trapping and collapsing on Embiid more and more. You don't think the ligament thing's real? I think it's real. I mean, it said think, that he's going to have surgery. Ha- I think what's happening is that Toronto is starting to trap Embiid. They're starting to double-team him whenever he gets the ball. And Toronto's basically saying we don't trust your players. We know Tyrese Maxey had that game one explosion. He's been made, silent since made. Tobias Harris will let him beat us. And James Harden isn't the same player. James Harden in the series is shooting 32% from the field. And for the five games, he shot under 40% from the field in total. Now, I, I just I look at the Sixers and does this feel like they are about to blow this? It does. James Harden, for his career, has been a player who has been notoriously known for these types of collapses in the playoffs. Doc Rivers, their head coach, he is a coach who has been notoriously known for 3-1 collapses in the playoffs. He is the only coach in NBA history to blow three 3-1 leads, and he might become the first one to blow a 3-0 lead. And I think what puts the cherry on top of this entire thing is that Nick Nurse, I mean, remarkable quote after down 3-0. What he said, complete poise, and it was like he was fortune-telling that, well, we're down 3-0, but if we win a game, we're down 3-1, and that's been done before. So that type of confidence he instilled in his team just with that answer, you're going to Game 6 in Toronto knowing how tough that crowd, that fan base is. And you're picking Philly? It's tough. You just its a tough, it's, that it's is a tough thing. It's a tough thing. It's tough to... Make a prediction on this, because I look at Philly, and I'm like, Embiid is going to get me at least a game. The MVP, who's who a lot of people have as the MVP, is going to get me at least out this series. I think they're losing to whoever, to the Heat next round, easily. But Embiid, who's an MVP, at least get me one of these games. He should do that.
2: I think Philly wins in seven. You know, I think Embiid, I agree with you. Embiid may not get six, but they know way in hell he's going to lose in seven in Philly. It's just too much. And you're right. You know, defensively, they've they've stepped it up. They've they've been amazed. They've been a lot healthier. You know, I I went and did a little bit of research. Trent Jr., he's not sick anymore. Dad Young isn't hurt anymore. So they've been extremely healthy now. Even though Fred VanVleet, obviously, he missed some times. But like you said, now they they can, beat
0: Philly in the regular season without Fred.
2: Yeah, now they can throw out that six five and up lineup defensively. Now you can put Trent Jr. and Tyrese. Now you can play a bigger,
1: bigger, more physical style. Fred VanVleet. Shout out to him, but he's just being that small can't do it. And give credit to to Scotty Barnes, barely was able to walk in that game three and was able to amazing. Th- and that's another example
0: through. about like that ties into that gritty facts.
2: Yeah. But like, I think Scotty came in and played. I think Philly gets it in seven, but if. MB doesn't win game 7 we need to have a conversation about him. I
1: you we need to have a serious conversation. You beat conversation me to the punch that I, is so fast cuz we're here talking about Harden, we should we, be talking we about We need to MB. have
2: cuz it's not this this will be the second time which he's had his game in his home court and he's lost. So we need to have a conversation about him. I think we need to end that conversation with Doc Rivers. I don't even know how the hell he got on the top 15 coaches of the year list uh, an all-time, all-time. list. Mm-hmm. Terrible, but we need to definitely have a conversation if this cuz I think it, Game seven, Philly will come out with the win. But like you said, they're going to have to play Miami next. And Jimmy Butler looks amazing. Miami's defense looks ridiculous. And I know people like to disrespect Atlanta. They're not that good. But they're a high-powered offensive team. And Miami just locked them down pretty badly. So that's going to be a tough series. They need to get out of this one. But I think Embiid gets it in seven. So I'm going to go with Embiid to seven.
1: The reason why I have my worries about Embiid he has a torn ligament on his right thumb. If it was the left hand, we could have a conversation, it's not his shooting hand. He has this torn ligament on his right thumb, his shooting dominant hand. And we've seen where yes, he's having decent shooting performances, but he's not the aggressive Joel Embiid that we have seen earlier in this series. He had a 33 point per game, he had shooting, he had a 33 point game, he had a 30 point per game. Uh excuse me. He had 30 points in two games early in the series when they went up 3-0. Game one was kind of a wash. He really didn't have to do much. And then we saw in game four, the injury start to take a toll on him when Toronto was able to take control. And then this most recent game, Embiid just was not the aggressor that he needed to be. And we've seen James Harden be inconsistent, especially these last two games where he scored 22 in game five, and game four, excuse me, but in game five, he was basically a non-factor and Tyrese Maxey, who was great in game one, and, and I was here on their next show giving him praise, saying that he's been one of the top young performers, has gone to what I was originally saying, how you have moments where Tyrese Maxey is a great scorer, and then the next time, it's basically like you can't even tell that he's on the court. I have my reservations. And understandably so. If Joel Embiid is not the dominant force that the Philadelphia 76ers need him to be. You cannot rely on James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris because they're too inconsistent. Do I understand what you guys are saying that Embiid should get one? Yes. But right now, with the injury that he has that is already confirmed, he will have surgery on it once the season is over. And we've already seen it impact his aggression. I have my concerns, especially with the way that Toronto has been playing. Siakam, where he choked it up in game three. Him and Van Vliet had a strong chance to, to take that game. Both of them, their two best players, were were mediocre at best. They had poor performances, and they're the reason why they lost game three. Game four, Siakam came to play. He's the reason why they came away with that W in game four. And game five, he was just as good. I'm looking at it from this sense. They win game six. Now that they're at home in Toronto, Momentum is completely one-sided to Toronto. Game five was the game for for excuse me, Game five was the game for Philadelphia to take to win the series. At Philadelphia, they're one of the best home teams in the NBA. To lose that game to now turn it over to Toronto, who is also one of the more dominant teams at home. the The momentum has completely shifted. I don't know how we can sit here and trust Doc Rivers in a Game Seven when he's been notoriously known for blowing leads. And Nick Nurse who has been the king of adjustments since becoming the head uh, a head coach of the Toronto Raptors. Toronto is going to win this series in seven, and it will be the first 3-0 comeback.
0: Ooh. The thing about Embiid is, I really don't think it's the lack of aggression for him. I mean, you look at all these games. 15 shots, 16 shots, 20 shots, 16 shots, 15 shots. All the shots have been relatively the same. The, the difference is that the Raptors are now trapping him and they're forcing the ball out of his hand so he can't one, draw fouls. I was gonna at, say he's at not the getting to line, what he's doing. Which
1: part takes to his aggression. But
0: like you even when you look at the first three games, you know, he shot fifteen shots, sixteen, then twenty shots. And from the free throw line, eleven free throws, fourteen free throws, and nine free throws. And they won all those games. For and sure. And the first game he had nineteen and they won still. Game four to me, I thought it was terribly officiated. I thought Philadelphia should have won that game. Um, but, I mean, Tim Donahue, who is notoriously known for um, betting on yeah, rigging, uh-huh. rigging games, rigging the outcome of games, he said that the NBA refs in the NBA, they deliberately officiate Game 4s that have one team up 3-0 differently because it generates the league more revenue. I thought Game 4... The missed calls on the Sixers. I mean, James Harden, yes, he's not the same player he once was. I am seeing him get harassed. I am seeing him get hit. I am not seeing any fouls called on James Harden. And I thought that game wasn't officiated right. And when you talk about one one game being officiated in favor of the Raptors and they win that one, I mean, winning game five, I think, is okay. The Raptors win it. I think that was a wake-up call for the Sixers. In Game Six, I think they're gonna win. You know, I think Sixers and Six still. I think they're going to win
1: this this upcoming game. They're gonna win in Toronto. I'd be shocked. Yeah, I think they win in Toronto. I would be shocked.
2: Yeah, I'd be pretty like, oh shit, if they win in, in
1: Toronto again. It's all predicated on Joel Embiid being Joel Embiid. The other guys, man, they got to step up. I also think
0: that uh, not having Matisse Stiebel out there helps their offense when they do trap and beat because now he can pass it to somebody who can shoot. So Make a not having Matisse Stiebel and now having more shooters out on the floor, I think it's going to help Philadelphia. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're going to win six. I, I don't – I I'm not buying it's going to happen. It's a shame, man.
1: You're on the right side of history originally. Well,
0: the odds are that it's
1: not going to happen. Of course, but, you know, sometimes you got to take a gamble. And what um, my good, eyes have been telling me is gamble. that Toronto has been the better team these last couple of games. Good gamble.
0: What your eyes are telling you is that Toronto has, they had one game where they were, they outplayed the si- Sixers.
1: Siakam was the best player on the court in game four.
0: Okay, but as a team, the Sixers and, outplayed and the Raptors. In game
1: three, and listen, I have to give credit to OG Ananobi, who has since game three on has been tremendous for the Raptors. His efforts defensively and offensively has been hitting big time shots. Not a, a strong dominant scoring performance numbers wise, but when you need him, he's hitting shots down the stretch. And defensively, he has been. Fantastic since game three on. That's another one we got to give credit. However, we can't look at it from the lens of solely from the fact that they went down 3 0 and game four, Siakam put on a performance of a lifetime. OG Nobi was great as well. Scotty Barnes just being out there alone, his presence is felt. This team is different.
0: I mean, I understand what you're saying, but Embiid's defense in game five wasn't good.
1: And it's, again, this hand injury is serious. His thumb is what's
0: hindering his, his defense. His
1: right hand, yes, it 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 hinders shot blocking. It hinders you wanting to put up a body. No, no, no.
0: I mean, MB is just not. He's being lazy. He was lazy on defense
1: game five. That has nothing to do with your thumb. It, That's about moving your feet. You wouldn't think it would, but 100% it does. It impacts your decision making. Okay. Miami's going to dog walk either, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfortunately under the same belief. Ugh. It's killing me, man. We're going to have one of the biggest pretenders in NBA history. Ooh. Nah, I'm just kidding. I know <laughs> that they're about to go crazy with that one.
0: Heat versus the Sixers or Raptors. We're going to preview it. I mean, we both have the Sixers. We have the Raptors, but whatever. We're going to preview the series depending on what happens yeah. now. Um, just flat out, you know, to talk about the heat and how they beat Atlanta, you know, they beat them 4 one. They beat them handily. Uh, Trey young. They didn't have the best series. I think, yeah, Miami's defense was great. I think they're getting their arms in the passing lanes and their hands in the passing lanes, deflecting passes, uh, having switchable defenders. I think Max Struss, who has been one of their weaker defenders, really stepped up in this series as a defender on Trey Young when he was matched up with him. Um, the Heat play great defense. There's no doubt about it. When talking about Trey Young not performing, I didn't think that it was anything the Heat did outstanding in terms of a scheme that totally threw off Trey Young. It, I think it was a combination of Trey Young naturally and throughout his career is a bad shot maker. He takes deep threes. He takes contested shots. In this series, it wasn't falling. There's a lot of times, like similar to the Nets, where you see Trey Young, there's 22 seconds left. Shot selection. Shot selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 22 seconds left on the shot clock. You see Trey Young heave up a, a logo three, and right when he gets a switch, instead of taking somebody to the basket, I understand there's some help there. Yeah. He doesn't make a pass and he just instead settles for a shot. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a lot of Trey Young settling for shots. He missed a, he missed a lot of shots he usually makes. This was a stinker from him. There's no excuses for him. But I, I want to dead the notion that this series somehow makes or breaks him. And we'll get into that later, but I just don't agree with that. This is somebody who has been averaging 28 and 10 for two seasons now, has been an all-star starter, has led his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. He gets the benefit of the doubt for having a stinker in this first round. And he's even admitted it. This is the first time a team has guarded me like this in terms of them trapping him. and always Basically, the entire defense was focused on Trey the entire series. Wherever he drove, there was help. He was, he was getting hounded. That's why he settled for so many shots. I think he got impatient. First time he's seen that type of coverage. So I think he'll bounce back from it. There's no doubt. The Hawks need to surround him with more talent. Simple as that. As for the Heat, I love what they did. Uh, resting Jimmy Butler in Game 5, it allowed Victor Oladipo to have a breakout game. He had 23 points in, in 36 minutes. And what's most impressive about this Heat series win, winning in 5, is that Bam Adebayo didn't play well. Kyle Lowry was hurt. Tyler Hero didn't play well. Mm. Jimmy Butler is the only heat that you can say out of, like, their main guys that played well. Yeah, you had Max Shrews who stepped up. Duncan Robinson did some shots here here and there. P.J. Tucker, I mean, we know how great of a player he is, (laughs) and he did what he had to do. But Bam, Hero, two of the three best players didn't play well, and they still beat Atlanta in five. I think that's pretty impressive. It doesn't matter who makes it, who they face, whether it's the Raptors or the Sixers. The Miami Heat are going to the conference finals. If it's against Toronto, Toronto simply doesn't have the offense to beat a team like Miami. Put P.J. Tucker on, see watch him go silent. That's what's going to happen. Because P.J. Tucker is one of the best defenders in the NBA. There's no doubt about that. I just think Toronto doesn't have enough offense. Philly, we see what they're going through right now. Embiid having a thumb injury, Harden not being the same. Imagine if they put Tucker or Jimmy Butler on James Harden. You know, now we we're really going to see Harden neutralized. I just feel like it doesn't matter who they face. The Miami Heat are making the conference finals. We made a segment about it last week. If they have the easiest path, because they do, and rightfully so comment people in the comment section said that i mean that's why you that's why you get the number 1 seed to have that easy of a path and you're right and it's showing now and they will be in the conference finals there's no doubt about it
2: we'll get into that Trey young stuff later cuz i got a lot i got a lot to say about that but um in terms of just you know Miami Heat Miami in 6 against Philly Miami in 5 or 4 against Toronto just given 4 they're going to know they're going to do it to Toronto. I'm going to oh be honest. Um, shout out to Jimmy Butler. You know, we've been dogging him all year about his three-point shot. We've been dogging him all year about being aggressive. I told you. He's one of those players he, that you just trust. I don't remember you saying that, but okay, we'll go. I this. did say that. Nah, I don't remember. <laughs> I all, all I said that. was I don't remember.
0: I said that. though. Right, I'll give you the benefit did of the there's, doubt. There's, there's players that even though the percentages aren't all the way there, you just trust them. I, I can't remember who said it. But I, I saw it somewhere. I heard it somewhere where Dwayne Wade, you don't leave him open from three, even though he's not a good statistical three-point shooter. Yeah. You know, you still guard up on that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler is the same way. Although his statistics, his splits don't show that he can do it, you don't give him that shot because you know he can hit it.
2: Well, yeah, like I said, you know, shout out to Jimmy. You know, he's been amazing offensively and defensively. We always know Jimmy Butler is going to bring that defense the Starting five defensively, even like you said, Max Drew, shout out to Max Drew, He doesn't look like a liability, and then even when they plug in Gabe Vincent, yeah. you don't they don't miss a tune, you know? I bi- think
0: Gabe Vincent, you know, sorry to cut you off, but I you think Gabe Vincent, uh, right now he's better than Kyle Lowry.
2: This is uh, Drew looked up a tweet that you said on the 30th. He'd have no chance. Like I've always said, Jimmy Butler can't be the best player on the championship team. A second round exit team now that over That's all this team is. He said this at 10 to 44 P. Oh my God.
1: That was you being reactionary. It was with a while. It was a while ago, yeah. King. I'm not gonna I mean, you, you, you totally skimmed <laughs> through
0: the tweet about
1: Jimmy Butler. <laughs> it was it was from I mean,
0: I never said you can win the championship with Butler being the best player on the team. I didn't I just said I trust him.
1: Amen. He's he's
2: been elite.
0: Man, how be fair? Get 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 my tweet about Butler.
2: <laughs> it's funny. I think the only teams that could beat Miami right now are the Bucks and Boston in the East. I think you know, given that both teams, the it, Bucks, I think it'd be a tough series because they have they've always you know kept Giannis in check for the most part. Him being who he is, mm-hmm. they're the best team to guard Giannis so far in his at his peak. And Boston, I think defensively, that's just going to be a defensive dogfight, six seven game series. Boston, you know offensively, is Miami going to be able to keep up? But defensively, I think they'll be able to lock down. So it'll just be two defenses. It'll be an amazing series, amazing series. But I think right now Miami's looking like they're going to go walk to the ECF. Their defense has been nothing short of amazing. One of the best defenses in the league, able to switch one through five they they were able to basically do what Boston did to Kevin Durant and just bully Trey Young and just treat him like a boy and just manhandle him throughout the series. He was looking for multiple switches they couldn't he couldn't find it cuz they yeah. had defenders everywhere. So You know, simple and short to the point, Miami's going to destroy Philly, especially with Embiid, you know, having this hand injury. It's going to be tough for him. Bam is a tough matchup, and they're going to be able to trap and keep one guy on, James Harden. P.J. knows his game. Jimmy Butler's an elite defender. And then Toronto, they're just going to be able to lock up every single person they put
1: out there. So, yeah, Miami's going to the ECF. Just to be fair to Joel Moran, uh, that tweet was from 2020. So I was just being a bastard. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was a while ago. That, yeah, but um, he was being a dick. Yeah, I was. I was just for the loss. Uh, but then
2: when we bring up your Lakers 65 wins, <laughs> that was this good. season. Yeah. So that's fair.
1: Yeah, um,
2: nothing
0: like bringing two year old <laughs> tweets. <laughs>
1: oh no, for sure. Um, so to talk about the Heat versus 76ers and or the Raptors, I do believe that it will be the Raptors.
0: You know what's funny? Before you go on your spiel, I actually that's something I would have tweeted this year. And I actually, I didn't know it was from 2020. If you wouldn't have said that, I would no, have thought no. it was I from this year. To, I want it to be fair. Because I actually, like that's something I probably would have tweeted this
1: uh-huh. year. That's, false, that's false, uh, false advertisement. I don't want to do that to you, King. But um, the Heat are an interesting team because I'm looking at the performance that they put forward on the Hawks, and I wasn't really blown away by their performance. I will acknowledge that they did win in five, and that's very impressive. But I'm not overly... I'm not overreacting to their performance against the Hawks because from watching back the games, Trey Young really was just not in a mindset that I was expecting him to going into this series. Where it seemed as if he was rattled. He said it that this is the first time that or this is the first time in a long time that he's faced a defense that has has pressured him the way that the Miami Heat have pressured him. And and from watching it, yes, there were some moments where they were really trapping very well on, on Trey Young, but in certain moments He's seeing the the help defender, and that's more so in his head than anything, and it's, it's forcing him into a bad shot. And I feel as if when you're a superstar, when you are at that level, the other team is not really messing you up. You're the one messing yourself up because in practice, you're making the same shots over and over and over again. You rarely miss in practice. When it comes to game time and you're at that level, the only one really hindering your game is you, your mind. If you can stay out of your own mind, you usually ball. That's where the superstars really elevate themselves and, and separate themselves from the from the rest of the pack. And and you have Trey Young, who last season really exhibited that in every series that he was in. But but this year against Miami, he seemed to be a little bit more passive, really rattled at times, and, and that was really surprising to see. So. For, for that, for, for getting Trey Young rattled, I guess I have to give Miami their respect. But offensively, I still have my concerns. Jimmy Butler went on a rampage. He was fantastic. Averaged over 30 points. But you look at the rest of the team.
2: Tyler Hero agenda pushed.
1: Tyler Hero agenda is being pushed. You have Victor Oladipo in just two games, 14.5 points average. Max Struss was their next best scorer, 14 points per game. Tyler Hero, 12.8 points per game on... on Splits of seventeen point nine percent from three and thirty nine percent from the field. Tyler Hero, who is supposed to be their number two scorer on this team, was abysmal. But somehow, some way, they still won in five. and And I'm looking more so in the lens of Atlanta just does not have the guys. If you want to put Trey Young on a squad where he is he is the smallest guy in the court, you need to surround him with bodies. You need to surround them with guys that are going to play defense and guys that are going to protect him when it comes to the defensive end of the court and guys that he can trust to facilitate the ball to. Right now, they just don't have that. Now, for the preview of Miami versus the Sixers and or Toronto, in my case, Toronto, it is going to be a series where Miami is going to win, but it is not going to be one that I'm going to overreact to again. We can see where a team makes the ECF and, and we're still not overly impressed with them. Yes, it's an accomplishment that you made the Eastern Conference Finals. I will give you that respect, but Toronto, who is not going to have Fred Van Vliet, who offensively is just not on the level of of the Miami Heat right now, the real test is going to be against Boston and against Milwaukee, whoever they're they going to face, as you already alluded to. Until they face someone that I am really seeing as a true contender, I'm not going to be here saying that I'm wrong on the Heat or my assessment of the Heat has been wrong because right now they have just been living up to that given the fact that their offense has been mid outside of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's been great, and I give him his flowers, but every other teammate of his has been mid. But defensively, you give them their their respect, but offensively, which is my genuine concern of theirs, it hasn't been.
0: When talking about the Miami Heat, if I'm projecting here, because I know they're going to conference finals, but whether it's against the Bucks <clears throat> or Celtics is a different story. Um, Against the Bucks, that's a great matchup for the Heat. And I've said it all year long, that if they do face the Bucks, it would be the third time they face in the playoffs. Uh, They are 1-1 now in terms of series. I would have the Heat in that. I think the matchup just favors them. When I look at Boston, Boston is, is Miami with Tatum and Brown. That's really it. And with shooters that can also defend, because of that, I feel like that's a worse matchup for them. And I would probably, I would pick Boston in that series, no doubt. Uh, But with the Bucks, I pick Miami. Wow,
1: glad to see you, man. Argument one. There we go. Argument one. Argument one. Thank you. Take your
0: L. You know, it's funny. It's funny. You know, you know what's funny about you two is that, well, for one, you were kind of like. Saving face on the Celtics in mid year, you completely flipped.
1: 100%. <laughs> you 100%. completely and I've, flipped, and I've acknowledged that every single he time. You flipped on Milwaukee it was just crazy. Yeah, but I'm just seeing a different team from the Celtics. And
0: the, the funny thing is that I was the person that early in the season, in the off season, was telling you to watch out for Boston.
1: But then you I was week was one. one I, week, I, week one. Now no, they're done. 18, <laughs> they're they They're not making the playoffs. And, they
0: went eighteen to twenty one. <laughs> they went eighteen or eight. This is. The the best in season turnaround I've ever seen, ever watching basketball.
1: I was still, you rode for Miami
0: when they were on their hot streak. Every in the offseason, I was the one that said Tatum is going to go from high level all star to superstar MVP. Now, I never took back that take. I just took back my take on Boston as a team as a whole. Mm -hmm. I was the one that told you guys that their ceiling is a top three seed, and you were like, ah, no way, no way. You too.
2: I
1: wasn't here. I wasn't here. Oh, I wasn't here. Okay.
0: But I probably so not. you feel y- like you, you would. You flipped
2: on Boston. I flipped on the Bucks, and then you flipped on Miami. But then you jumped back on Miami, and then you flipped again. Then you jumped back again. I mean, all even I've with done, Miami, all I'm I've not done wrong done on them. You flipped on the Bucks.
1: I still to the. It's unfortunate that they're playing Boston. No, in the you flipped, round. You haven't
2: talked no, about sure. them in a month.
1: Not that's not true. Yeah, that is true. That's You've been talking true.
2: about Boston for like a month. There's actually there's
0: actually a video, waiting in IG reels. I, I've, it's always been a draft I never posted it uh-huh. it's waiting in IG Reels <laughs> and it's you saying I just don't see a team that can beat the Bucks
1: I mean that was that was very wow, early so he, has was, the, he has the, the ingredients to destroy you no that's not I mean that's not really destroying me that's also I've been I was very consistent especially up until the halfway point that yeah, Milwaukee has been great
2: consistent is all your thing and then I we've been consistent with Miami. That's what we can oh, no, genuinely sure. say. We've been consistent all sure. year. But I'm saying I
1: was very consistent early in the season that Milwaukee was my squad till the All Star break. Sad. And then after the All Star break, we've seen the Celtics just turn up a different level. And I was immediately on it, and I gave you your credit every single time. But now I've been donned the Celtics supporter of the a side crew. Grab it. And here we are.
2: He's the Miami supporter. And who are you? Look, You're, look, back. You're on the Bucks.
1: Look.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't want. I'm not a Miami supporter. <laughs> I'm just saying, we sat at this table, and
1: I told you, I'm taking this is, this is what I am. and their offense. I
0: am a realist. Wow. That's what I am. Oh. I am real about Miami. They will be in the conference finals. They will be. They Depending on matchup. And look, it's not like the Celtics are going to wash them. Listen, the Celtics had a lot of good luck shooting in that net series. Yeah. Against a defense like Grant Williams not missing. Well, we did have a I think but we had a I've screaming been, match I've,
1: about the Heat no, and but Celtics. I've, no, and you picked Miami. Correct. Beat no, that that is what I was alluding to. Okay, but, but I, I, agree, I agree. Let me but just, just say before you, said, I'm saying look, Boston. Before you're talking crazy on Grant Williams. He has been a consistent three I point shooter the saying. whole no, season. He's I know, lights I know. He's out good. against the Nets for sure, though. but he has he been consistent miss. all season. <laughs> but come on, he wasn't Okay, missing, yes, he's bro. not going to keep up this level of what he was bugging. and 50%. against the Heat's defense. But like, he's been just a forty percent three point shooter Heat the versus, whole year. That's Heat gonna be like versus
0: Celtics. The Pistons. The reason the why I favor the Celtics is because look, I like what I said in the beginning of the year. Tatum has taken that MVP MVP jump. I'm glad to hear you saying
1: the the vibes. Look,
0: I love Tatum. I never said I didn't love Tatum. I love Jason Tatum. And, I mean, hot take, but if he got past Brooklyn, swept them, if he beats Milwaukee, beats Miami, and somehow beats Golden State in the finals, we got to talk about Tatum as being a top three player in the world. No
2: Middleton.
1: It's crazy. He's robbing. He's like he's robbing we, me of we, this moment. It's no Middleton. No, though? no. It definitely no, no, this isn't sure
2: moment. No, this he's moment robbing me because Boston I've been, as a
1: team. No, I mean, and Jason Tatum has been at the forefront. I've been pushing the MVP agenda for him. I was the only one that. Well, you're did that.
0: wrong about that. He wasn't MVP.
1: <laughs> he's an MVP candidate <laughs> was, for sure. Well, well, he wasn't top three. He wasn't top. No, three. No, he wasn't top that's, three. So really, that's really all that matters. No, fair enough. But he has still solidified himself as a top five player this season. So let me ask you a question,
2: just quickly, not off the topic, but on the topic: If Devin Booker walks through. Dallas, then Golden State, then the Bucks again. Are we talking about him as a top three player or is it only matters for No, Tatum? it's
0: top 10. for the book wow. now becomes top 10 for sure. The difference is— Wow. No, yeah. He was
1: already top 10. He, no, he's fringe top 10. He's fringe. No, no. The books
0: like 10-15. Yeah. That's, he,
1: that's crazy. The difference is— You can't name 15 better here, here's than the difference Booker right now. Tatum is unbelievable defensively. Booker is the, not— un- he's, he's not. But he's I can, not, I he's not at 10, that though.
0: level. I can name be 10 better than Book. Name 10 real quick. Oh my God! They're gonna get me. Like I, I thought he was like ten or eleven. Again.
1: All right, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, LeBron, Steph, KD, Steph, Kawhi, Kawhi, Tatum, Tatum, PG. Oh, so you're putting PG over?
0: I mean, you, you would put PG over. It's not about me. You would put PG
2: over too. So he's eleven. So him doing that would not <coughs> jump. Him would you put acid. him over Jimmy Butler? Yes. Okay, I would.
0: So okay, so Giannis, Jokic, Steph, and B, LeBron, Luca, Tatum, KD, Luka. Kawhi, PGs ten.
2: So he's eleven, and if he does that, he doesn't jump mad far up? Well, I think
0: if he jump, no, no, that's crazy. How can I not? How can I put him over Luca? I can't.
2: You got to put him over Tatum. If Tatum, like, what, Tatum, Tatum, whoa. And, if Tatum oh, loses, so l- listen to this. Listen to Tatum
0: this. has Let to me, play bad. Listen to this. Let me give you this. Okay, Luca is without a doubt, undoubtedly top ten. Yes. If he has a run where he makes the finals.
2: He's top five. So, wait, okay, so if Embiid chokes, Tatum loses in the second round, Devin Booker does that. He doesn't lap both of them? Nah. d book over Embiid's MB been back to
1: back seasons of top three MVPs. He's candidate. been back to back seasons of choking. No, no, you That wrong. matters.
0: This is back to back seasons you're of Devin right. but Booker. we're talking being about great. Jason Tatum was a superstar.
1: He is. Booker's what? Booker's a
2: superstar. He's a high level. No, 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 oh, no. Bro, come on. No, are you serious? Horrible. I think he's a superstar at this point. He's 11. He's 11 in the league. Okay. He's a superstar. Trey Young's a superstar? You, you mm. don't have yeah get, get, exactly there you
0: go, that's exactly it. that's but it. But he let it okay. Yeah stop. D book is a superstar. He's a low. But, a low but M- look, M- look M- low M- Tatum's on a different tier
2: than him though. I think that's messed up as, as a player. He, I feel like that's yeah. unfair. If he does the same thing as Tatum, you guys are saying, oh no, he doesn't jump up that much as two ways as, as two players... because if Tatum if Tatum does that,
0: who? Who are you putting him over? Wait, so you don't think Tatum's a tier above Book?
1: Can I ask you a question? He's nine. Book is 11 for me. In terms of two-way players, is there a player you're taking yes. outside of Giannis over yes. Jason up, Tatum? Who? Kawhi. I have, okay, someone who hasn't played. Look, 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 I, Jules, I disagree. Hold on.
2: Let
0: me say this. But, but who I would, have.
2: Why would you? Hold on. Hold on. No, no. I got to say this first. I gotta
1: say because it, I, he's got
0: I, tight. He missed the whole mad. season. Luka, you're on him. Luka is on a different tier than Book. Bro. I agree. I think Tatum is on the same tier as Luca. You're crazy. No, it's not crazy. I think
1: you're, you're crazy. crazy. I no, think you're not, crazy for no, that. No, not. Not.
2: Luca is on a. Luca is literally on a tier with LeBron, Steph, Katie, Giannis. The Joker Tatum is isn't he, there yet. What has he
1: done to deserve no, 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 no. Tatum that? Tatum is Luca's there. You
2: need to stop. But Tatum is get, he's, he's there getting too. Here, but he isn't there. No, I think he's the no, next. He, he's, he's right under there. He just got him. there. How? He just got a there. A first
1: round
0: series bro. puts him up there, and, uh, bro. He's been to two Eastern Conference Finals, and, and, and he wasn't even the best player then. Who? Wait, it was as debatable. a rookie, as a rookie, when? he was. Don't me his numbers. What are you talking Tell me his numbers. That, tell me his numbers. Wait, hold
2: on. No, no, no. Answer me. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, that's not their level. As that's not their level, bro. Their level. Who's the best player? Who is the best player in that Boston team? at one point it was rozier at another no, no, no. point Stop. who was Stop. the who what was it who was it it was Tatum so no, no, okay. really. so wait, no, it was okay, tatum wait so wait let me who was the best player on the boston team when they took miami to okay. a, okay. so what happened when when tatum stunk it up against the pacers and the bucks we're going to forget that oh
1: the second year you're talking about no 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 league? that
2: was that was like three years after we it was Kyrie, and they stunk it up that against the bottom that was the second, year, was the second year so, so we, second year. we're not gonna talk about, we're not gonna talk about that
1: dude come on okay now. but like we're talking about let's talk about 2022 where jason tatum is on the arguably so the best he's been averaging oh, 30 since the he's arguably league, on okay correct he's okay. arguably on the best team in the nba and he just finished a series against kevin durant who you how are they
2: arguably the best team in the nba you're Talk about like record wise. Season, or talk, no,
1: this season they are no, since, arguably, the,
2: the, since
0: the All Star break they've no no they, no. But it is, yo, the, the open the, open the, open your mind. Okay, no, regular, regular season the Suns so right are now, the best team in the right, right now they are they are since favorite the All
1: Star break. The Why are you Celtics cutting the been? season in half? Because right now we're in the playoffs and the Celtics are still one of the hottest teams in but basketball. You cannot cut the season in half. the, reg- the Suns yo, are the yo, best Drew, team in the right, regular let season. Bro, you're being very close minded. Okay, 60
0: games? Rip, rip. Who's the who's the best team in the East? In the East,
2: I don't know. The answer is the Celtics. It could be the Bucs. No, no, the answer is the Celtics. Right now, the, the favorites, could...
0: favorites to make the finals is the Warriors and Celtics.
2: That's the, that's so the So you're, you're going off betting odds? No, a, I'm going that, off what I'm Well, the betting odds is what no, because no, based no off I'm what we've seen. Oh, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm asking. Because the if, Celtics are the best team in the East, bro. Oh, they're the best
2: team in the East. Based on what? Just all-star break? number No, no, no. Just off of what I'm, I'm seeing, they're the best. Is that wrong? Number one defense all season. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. If Middleton was healthy, would you take Boston over the Bucks? Yes. Yes. I know you would. I'm asking you. Yes. You think so? You would. I don't think Middleton changes that series much. I think Grayson Uh, Allen's playing better than
0: him.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Grayson Allen's been playing well, but I wouldn't go that far. Oh, my God. Grayson Allen's been playing well. I'm not going that far. So, So this series put Tatum in that room? Yes. No, no, no. No, he's Tata been was there, already this, there. He's solidifying it. Oh, he's Bro, solidifying he's, it. He's first
0: team All NBA this season. He is. Oh, what are we talking about here? He is. He's first team that's, All is NBA. Is that a fact? That's that's. It's going to be a no, no, fact. no, no. So the, don't, tell don't tell me, all, be, don't if tell me not, that. If he's not first team All
1: don't tell He's second team All NBA. Do you know who's gonna miss actually first team All NBA? and beat? How so? Because it's gonna be Jokic, and gonna be Giannis. They're gonna play him as a center. He's not gonna make it. They could put two centers up there. I don't think. That no, they're no, 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 do no, no.
0: What this? How it goes? Whichever, whichever position you get the most votes at is what they count you as.
2: That's crazy to me. I like. I, don't, I didn't know one regular season put you in that room. I'm sorry. I didn't. Bro, know. but taylor has been. I at, bro, Giannis been, just won a chip. Different type of beast. But we're LeBron saying, is LeBron. Okay, Giannis, so is Giannis is Kevin the best player. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. I'm talking about that room, bro. That that room is full of God. Yo- Jokic no, is about th- to go back to back. I'm telling
1: you, there's there's a couple tiers. Jokic's got-
0: never no Jokic has never made the finals though.
1: Neither has
2: Tatum.
0: <laughs> No, Tatum's made more West Eastern Conference finals all than right. Jokic has I'm gonna, I'm going
1: to purposely leave LeBron. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna, just saying
0: I know Jokic's is better but let's not on. act like Tatum's not here, bro. He's here. But, come on. He's not. here.
1: Come on. I'm gonna, don't do that. I'm Tatum gonna, is here. I'm going to leave. He's coming. I'm going to no, leave he's LeBron here. out of this conversation Why? for adver- just respect purpose. I'll put LeBron in that room. Okay. I'll so, tell right, so you You have you have Giannis, you have LeBron. I will put KD in that room. No, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold
0: up. The the thing that I don't understand about you
1: is, You're not gonna put LeBron in that. No, no, no,
0: no, I am. But look, I didn't even acknowledge what you just said. I apologize because I'm just kind of <laughs> stuck here. Jason Tatum or Kawhi Leonard. Who's better. Ka- Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum's better. Kawhi bro. Leonard, Taking Jason no, Tatum. I hate what people Tatum. do. Jason this Tatum's is what better. What you guys do? And this right is now, th- now th- he's going to be better. This is going to be better, this this is, bro. This is what you like. Did. He's already surpassed. No, no, no. no. This is Kawhi's pe- going
2: to come back. Is, he's not going to be as good as Tatum. This is, this is what people did no. with Steph Curry. Steph Curry missed a full year, and people were pushing Dame over him. No, no, no. Kawhi, Kawhi is just as good as Steph. No, he's not. People really pushing
1: Dame. No, yes, people were pushing.
2: How is What does Tatum do better? There's literally nothing on the court. His offense
1: is better than Kawhi. No, it's not. Yes, he is. No, it's not a bigger bag and he's more a little bit Oh, more, you're a bad guy. Okay, so Kyrie's better offensive Tatum, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's not true. Because he has a
2: bigger bag, right? Right? That's, right? That's what you said. All right, that's what I'm, you said. We're Who's talking more efficient? Offensive. Kawhi. Who's a better passer? Who's more efficient? Kawhi. Who's a better, Who's a Kawhi. Kawhi. Who's a better mid-range shooter? Kawhi.
1: That's Who's a debatable. A, what the That's debatable. What? That's debatable. You hate you, you I'm you not like I don't. Kawhi. That's not true. I'm speaking very on. Who's a better mid-range shooter? Kawhi. It's a conversation. It's not a conversation. Kawhi's
2: one of the best mid-range shooters in the game.
1: Better 3-point shooter? Jason Tatum, better passer. Jason Tatum, better defender. Kawhi Leonard, by far. At this point in time, it's a conversation. It's how is it a conversation? You haven't even seen him play. You exactly. have to go. With what you've seen? Exactly. You have to go. With what, you've I, what you've seen? And what you've seen? Clears. is Kawhi clears. Jason Tatum lock up Kevin Durant that no one has done before. Huh. Jason Tatum Tony Allen
2: has done it Ron Artest n- has done it Kawhi has done it before up. Kawhi has locked done it before Stop acting like Kawhi has never done this KD? stuff Kawhi has locked no, up not. Kawhi has locked up Kevin Durant before Kawhi has locked up LeBron James no, before Look like, on. whenever bro. you're saying this is this is
1: my reasoning Cuz you're not living in 2022 No no this is look He just played last year In 2021. Kawhi was putting up Shaq efficiency
2: in the playoffs. How many people have done that? Answer that question. Not many. With jump shots. Not many. So, what are you talking about? Kawhi was putting up Shaq level efficiency. Hold on, I gotta say that. Kawhi was putting up Shaq level efficiency. In the playoffs, do you know what that means, that's bro? Amazing. I don't think you understand what that really means, bro, of jump shots, bro. Please don't forget who Kawhi Leonard is. I understand Tatum is on his way. I get it. He's he's a top 10 player. Fact. No, no, I'm not no, disagreeing with y'all there, minimum, but I think y'all are forgetting who Kawhi Leonard is, and that's weird to no me. Just because he got hurt doesn't mean somebody you can propel somebody I else can. over him. Because even last year, Tatum's this year and last year wasn't better than Kawhi's last year. So don't stop forgetting who that guy was, no, bro. No,
1: Tatum was better than him.
2: You didn't even know he's putting up Shaq efficiency. I did know that. What's Tatum's efficiency? Probably in okay. the 40s. Say hey, what you got to say. Look. Shaq efficiency. If you're
0: going off of the past. Last year. You have a case. It's you haven't literally argument. just have you know, last year. Like, 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 I just like missed an entire
2: season, Kawhi, bro. act like he's been hurt for three bro, years. No, no, He missed one season, bro. Bro. It's one season. In the past four years,
0: he's been out for two of those. What are you talking about? San Antonio you missed an entire year. That was like five years
2: ago. 2018. That, that was four it's years. It's 2022. Ago. Okay, it's four years. Do you, no, four bro, years. So then after that's, that, what, what that's he do. exactly after what that, I what said, do. though. After that, what he do? Hold up. What, did he, he what, what he did. did he do after that? I know that. what he did. I know
0: what he did. Because Katie was injured, to be fair. <laughs> that's, oh, a that's a fact. That's a fact. This, this okay, is what I'm saying. This is my point. The reason why I have Tatum and why I would prefer Tatum over Kawhi is because right now, yes, Kawhi. Has the resume okay. over Tatum? There's no doubt about it. But Kawhi Leonard is somebody who is turning 31 in June. He just tore his ACL, missed an entire year. Or Jason Tatum might lead his team to the finals He's this older. year. New medicine. Do we see Jason guys come Tatum. Back? Is, that doesn't matter bro, Jason anymore. Jason Tatum is hitting his prime right now. Kawhi's falling out of it. Jason's That's why 19. I'm taking Tatum. That's Wait, why I'm what? taking That's Tatum. <laughs> Wait, you talk
2: about you talk about Kawhi's falling out of his prime. But you haven't even seen it happen. You're just assuming.
0: No, well, assuming off the age, players usually get off their prime. We Thirty-one years old,
1: Harden, KD, not KD, that KD just KD is coming over to off the. K- stop, stop.
2: Why you take Kawhi over KD? No, hell no. The but you wouldn't take Tatum over KD unless you're crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he he just right. outplayed him. So so one so, he locked okay. him down. So, just, so so wait wait I love this. So you just gave Trey Young a pass for playing like shit. But yet Katie, Wait, what, what's but, the
0: pass I'm giving Trey Young, though? You just
2: I, said you just said we're overreacting to Trey Young playing like shit. Uh-huh. But yet you're saying since Tatum outplayed him, which was amazing. Nobody's denying that. But since he outplayed him in one series. No,
0: he locked him up too, though.
2: Yeah. Like it we, so saw, he's, so he's we saw a so match. So he's better than Kevin Durant.
0: <laughs> look, I'm not going as far to say that. But <laughs> what I you. think he's better than Kawhi. Kawhi. And if you're if you're telling me, look, if you're telling me, look, you got you you can pick between Tatum, Katie, Kawhi. For a series, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Tatum
2: for a playoff series. You're taking no, Tatum I'm just over like for telling future you, references I'm telling because you. he's younger. I'm of t- yeah, of
0: course, yeah, because he's about to
1: hit his prime while these other two are but falling out. But who's a better basketball player, Kawhi. And I will tell you this right now, straight faced. Outside of Giannis, I am taking Tatum over everyone.
2: You're just saying that to push your. Dumbass Boston agenda, that not, doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you you, would, terms, you wouldn't, wouldn't take Tatum over the Joker. You're taking Tatum over staff. in terms of two A players. You wouldn't terms take terms Tatum, two, over, making, let me, Tatum let over. Let maneuver. me be
1: afraid. Listen, like I'm saying yes, I would s- take Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> this nah. is what I'm talking about. Nah, nah, no, okay. no, no, okay. Bias is not. It's different. Listen, the thing is that you're overlooking is that his defense is elite. No, I
2: think you're overlooking how overlooking how great these other players are.
1: I think you really are. The fact that he can still give you 28 and still be this elite defender is only seen by Giannis and your boy Kawhi. That's it.
2: So, were you taking Kawhi over Steph?
1: No. Probably not. So, why are you taking Tatum over Steph? Last season? Last season, the year
2: before that? No, you wasn't no, doing
1: it. No, I, I could have I argued taking No, no Kawhi. would you doing it? Because you love two ways. Yeah. You're a two-way yeah. guy. Yeah. You just said no. I'm saying I would.
2: Recency bias is insane. I can't I I'm can't too, make it up. He
1: just swept Kevin Durant. He made Kevin Durant look like he was nowhere near his level. Yeah, I know.
2: Let's wait until the end of the playoffs. Because when Steph has a ring, I want to see if you're going to say the same thing.
1: Okay, Steph has a great team around him, and even still, I don't see it happening. Tatum has a great team around him, too, to be oh, fair. Oh, he has an gr- unbelievable team around him. Yeah. But you see Boston doing it. What are we talking about? You see Boston winning, but not... I worst. do see the Boston winning the entire You see time. your agendas? It's not an agenda. I'm just being consistent. If you want to call an agenda to try and minimize it, fine. But I'm just telling you my honest opinion.
2: Mm, this is interesting. I can't wait till Kawhi comes back next year. I just can't wait. Just can't wait. He's going to literally... Yeah, maybe
1: your Clippers will actually do something. I mean, well,
2: he's, I mean, he's going to be the same this, guy. This is what I'm going to tell you. You're just saying he's, be- he's going to be better because of health. Kawhi's health is going to be Not even just because of health. He because,
0: because I said in the off season that this is the year... Tatum takes that true superstar leap, he's a superstar. which he has taken that leap already. Top finish, top five or top six, I don't know, in MVP voting. <clears throat> Next year, I am willing to bet money that Tatum finishes over Kawhi on the MVP ladder. He probably will.
2: That doesn't mean he's going to be better. Devin yeah, Booker kinda, finished kinda, over kinda, Steph. Is Devin Booker better well, than Steph? Because we know Steph was hurt, though. Okay.
0: Well, if, if they're both relatively healthy and they Devin they Booker finished over Luca,
2: You wouldn't put Devin over Luca.
0: That's we know that's C. No, no, no. Now. Don't
2: don't that's don't don't seeding. try to fix what that's you're seeding. saying now. That's what you said. You said he because he's gonna finish it over in the MVP race, so he's better. Okay, Devin Booker finished should, five, bro. Should should
0: uh Should the Clippers with their roster, PG, and Kawhi coming back not be a top three seed in the West next year? Yes. Okay, so that means that Kawhi. Should finish as a top ten MVP candidate. He will finish as a top ten or I top five. It. I would say if they're a top three seed, maybe top top five
1: depends. And, and off narrative, he got to finish off the, the whole, top five. He I, don't the whole th- season. I don't think he has to. He doesn't.
2: He's he's gonna have a great regular season, and the playoffs is gonna be the separator. Okay. R- superstars in the regular season. This is just this is just they know they know what they are. It's the playoffs that's the separator. That's what I'm mm-hmm. telling you. So regular season. Okay. It's gonna be similar. Tatum's going Tatum. Well, be I a little am better. I
0: am banking on Tatum. For the next four or five years, being far better than Kawhi in the next four or five years,
2: I can live with that. Four or five—that's five what years. I'm doing. I can live with that. Four. Or five. I would even year, go to no. say
0: by two to, next two to three, it's going to be Tatum's going to be the better player. Make sure Kawhi will be better. Okay, we'll see. We'll this see the, how that. This happens. is the
1: the starting of Jason Tatum's ascension to being next year. Kawhi a will be the literally
2: the same robot, yeah. No, he'll be better. Okay, because yeah, i talking about. It. So, so wait, you have so if you have Kawhi, if Tatum is nine, where's Kawhi? Right behind him. So he's ten. I mean Tatum
0: is nine. Tatum, look, let me get my let me get rankings list. I keep pulling it up and not like getting it over with. Okay, Giannis one, mm-hmm. Jokic two, mm-hmm. Steph is three, mm-hmm. and Beat is four, LeBron five, six is Luka, mm-hmm. seven is Tatum, eight is KD, nine is Kawhi, ten is PG. That's my list. So
2: Kawhi is the ninth best basketball player. Kevin Durant is eighth. You would take Kawhi over Luka. Luca is a different No, 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 let me okay, so so
0: so the players I have over him, outside I guess of Embiid.
2: I would probably drop Embiid, but that's okay, yeah. Uh, I'm dropping
0: outside of of Embiid, Embiid all these players so with kd Giannis, Jokic, Curry, LeBron, Luca, I like I like
2: where Luca is. So you're saying
0: I would drop Embiid. so So you're saying so you're saying so you are overreacting to Kawhi being nine, but in your list, he'd be seven.
1: No, I'm no. Listen, I'm gonna and flip. Tatum is already fringe five from. What I would I'm flip this was, list. where you had
2: NB four, four. right? I would flip him, and Kevin Durant. Where's five? LeBron. I would have K- Luca
1: ahead of LeBron. Kawhi at seven. So, two
0: spots is why you're throwing. You're just, a finish. And you're, just, just, and you're just, taking
1: just, KD over LeBron. I'll probably flip him then. I was yeah. Yeah, agreed. The
2: the I have, I, the five, that's hard to number, but I I would probably flip them. So.
0: Okay. Before we go on to the next segment, a quick word from DraftKings. <laughs> the NBA playoffs means <laughs> next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can bet Also, during the first round with same-game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, place the same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 in free bets back if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsman partner of the NBA. Perfect segue on to the next topic. Well, actually, this week in the NBA first. And this week in the NBA, uh, Zach Lowe, said on his podcast or somewhere where he said, I read it on Twitter that teams are already looking to tie in salary to the percentage of games played in some form of capacity. And this is interesting because that means less guaranteed money for players. And if that happens, I think there is a potential, there is potential for a big NBA lockout looming. If that is the case, that was my this week in the NBA. Also, um, Charles Barkley calling KD a bus rider. Uh, KD clapped back with the, uh, the big mid, three.
2: mid
1: mid-clap back. Yeah.
2: It, it wasn't even a make-sense clap back. They made the conference finals. Yeah, but Barkley was like out of his prime. He was prime. 35. Yeah,
1: the yeah. One, technically. One of them was his rookie year. Technically. Pippen was 33. He was 35. And I think Elijah Katie was Technically, KD is too,
0: though. He's 33. He's kind of out of his prime, too.
2: Sixers, he was a rookie, though. Yeah. He
1: got drastic.
0: But you know, the the big thing is that, you know, Barkley called Katie a bus rider, but uh I mean he averaged thirty five. So I don't know how how you can be a bus rider. I, I understand he 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 definitely rode on the wave of I the Warriors, was, but
1: what do you mean he's not a bus I rider? I think it was right message, wrong message. Thirty five points in the finals, eighth player
0: you ever can, to do that. You can I feel like be, Shaq you, can be, said g- it.
1: you can be great and still be a bus rider, because that's exactly what he was. He
2: averaged thirty five
1: though. Okay, I'm acknowledging he played was, well. Was
2: LeBron not D Wade's bus rider in a sense? come into his town no he was not i think people were taking it like it's disrespect
0: the thing of I, I think it is disrespectful because i mean oh the no warriors, Chuck
1: meant it as disrespect
0: the warriors I, I mean regardless what you want to say about kd yes the Warriors were the best regular season team of all time i mean were they going to win two championships after that season if kd does not go there
1: who I knows know. I mean, who are they keep going? Kevin going. What are the odds? are going to keep though. beating They're Kevin Durant. I tell you that. they are going to keep beating him. In my opinion, listen, I agree with that. If he doesn't go to the Warriors, I think LeBron can can run it back to back. LeBron I think could 100%. also lose though. I guess fine. I mean, if you play the baby card, yeah, and yeah. no. And listen, that being said, LeBron twenty sixteen beats that Warriors team. We don't get a true trilogy because Kevin Durant comes in and spoils that. Trilogy would have been lit. It would have been awesome. I
2: just know if he doesn't go there, Kevin Durant doesn't go to the finals, in my opinion. Easily. I don't think that team was going to—especially after they just blew 3-1. They, they weren't going to beat them after that. Oh. But— um, Maybe
1: they come back hungry. Maybe, because Katie yeah, was amazing. I feel like
2: Charles—I feel like Shaq should have said that. You know— But why?
1: Why can't Chuck say that? Because he hasn't won?
2: Because Chuck, like, it's just like—it's hard for him to—because like, I know he, he probably didn't mean it in a disrespectful way— But I feel like sometimes certain guys can't say, because, like, Charles, you was just raving about Kevin. Like, it was a video that came out that, Charles, you was calling Kevin Rett the best player in the league when he won the champs with Golden State. So you were not only talking about, you were literally on his body when he was riding the bus.
1: So you can't kind of play both ways. I think he was expecting him to continue to be successful
0: afterwards. uh, I think the comment stems from Charles Barkley being a bit jealous because he never won a championship. And he's like, okay, I never won a championship because I stuck with Phoenix. Although he tried to go to Houston and win one. He ultimately didn't win one. And, and if you look at reports from that Houston time, Scottie Pippen called Barkley uh, somebody who didn't take the game seriously. He was criticized for the shape he was in at the time. But Barkley's probably like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to praise KD for winning these championships because he never did it as the the main man on a team. I at least tried to attempt to and Failed and I'm gonna live with it, but I didn't do what KD did and then you know chase the ring. So that's why I feel like there's some form of jealousy there. But even if like we talk about KD leaving to Golden State, take the Golden State years out. KD is still far above Barkley in the in terms of legacy and what we're talking about. Obviously, I know, I know, but that's what I'm saying. So that's why I don't. I don't think you know. I think it was a bit of a low, low blow at KD. I think that's what
2: he's saying though, because if you take away the Warriors ring, they both made it to the finals. Yeah, one time. Yep. They're both MVPs.
1: And I don't think he was trying to make it like I'm a better, I'm better than Kevin Durant. I think he's just being an analyst and saying
2: terrible. Like that.
1: What uh, fair? Yeah, for sure. But in the sense of what is is Kevin Durant really who everyone perceives him to be? He is since, since he can't get it done after leaving Golden State. That's init- That's essentially what he was saying. And listen, hasn't been able to do it. It's been five, four years
2: since it happened. I think people need to forget it, you know. No, it's no, a no, weak the move. Nep- no. that, that
0: was that, him going no,
2: to No, go it is, is a weak move. Done. But It'll like people keep going back and talk about he's this, he's that. We know what he is.
1: Bro. The thing is, if I, I've been very adamant. If you want a championship with the Nets, what can I say? I can't say anything. You got to give him a next I can tell you that he's,
2: he, a, he's a top 12 player ever.
1: If he doesn't win with the Nets, does his legacy take a hit? Like I'm taking Steph Curry all time over him. If he doesn't win a championship post Golden State. That's, no, that's Steph
2: though. That's good and all, but you ain't taking fifteen guys. If his legacy if he keeps losing, you ain't taking fifteen guys over like Kevin Durant. Forever, so.
0: That's Steph though. Okay. Steph is uh <laughs> 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 You know how much I love Steph.
1: Oh God. Next topic.
0: You guys didn't have This Week in the NBA? Bro, oh, you, told, you told us
1: that you had our, our, our
0: This Week in the NBA. No, like, my, I got one. Uh, last week, y'all just said that you're going to start yeah, coming Yeah, but like then you said, four. I
1: got This Week in the NBA figured out.
0: When did I say that? Did you say that? You did, over, did,
1: did you said maybe that? I'm delusional. You but yeah. Go ahead. Well, boy,
2: we're oh, boy, tired.
1: Um, you no, don't have to give yours. Don't worry. all right. I, I I'll figure you. it out. Nah, nah, nah. nah, you nah you that's okay. I got one. I
2: think one we'll both
1: love. Zach Levine's
2: getting surgery this summer.
1: I don't know if I love that. Well, I love it because he's been
2: hurt all year. He said his knee has been 50% on good days, so that means on bad days. My goodness, I don't even know (coughs) what that looks like. But he's been dealing with injuries in his stomach, his hands, his knees all year. So you could tell about his different production that his injuries have been affecting him. But he didn't really complain too much. He continued to play. So Zach is officially going to get that knee surgery. We got stomped out tonight. But hopefully we can get a better Zach next year. So, all
1: right, my this week in the NBA is going to be that Zach. Uh, that excuse me, that Devin Booker is going to be returning back to the lineup for the Phoenix Suns. Now, I don't personally love this. I feel as if they could win this series without Devin Booker. Of course, you would love to have him back, but in my opinion, you should rest Devin Booker. God forbid he reaggravates the hamstring injury. Your title chances are completely shot without Devin Booker. You're not winning a championship. I think you should rest him. I think that this team is more than good enough to get past. The, the Pelicans. We saw last night. They were on full display, clicking. Mikael Bridges. Shout out to him. He had an excellent. Oh, he hasn't missed a game. Mikael Bridges in this league. Look, he, he the, the reason savage. the reason why I disagree with you is because, in the sense of sitting Devin Booker,
0: if he can play Game Six, play he should not. You have to close out the Pelicans.
1: In my opinion, you we,
0: can't let this go to seven. Anything ha- can happen. Hamstring seven. injuries
1: are, are nagging. Yeah, and, and God Dallas forbid. Is coming. Oh, oh, exactly why you should sit him. Because you want him fully ready to play the Mavs That's and or the Jazz. Yeah.
0: I mentioned this earlier, but the Celtics and the Warriors are favorites to be the finals matchup. And before we end off this week in the NBA, we're going to play Would You Rather. Now, initially, initially it was supposed to be De'Aaron Fox. But we went on a tangent and talked about James Harden and where he ranks. That I thought it'd be more fitting for this episode to now do a Would You Rather on James Harden. So...
1: Would you rather James Harden? Well, curveball, okay. Yeah.
0: Would you rather this player or that player, James Harden edition, CJ McCollum? CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Brandon Ingram?
1: Brandon Ingram. EI.
0: Jimmy Butler?
1: Jimmy Butler. JB.
0: Desmond Bain?
1: James Harden. Desmond Bain.
0: (laughs) Anthony Edwards?
1: Anthony (laughs) Edwards.
0: Chris Middleton?
1: James James Harden. Chris Paul? Chris Paul. CP. Bradley Beal? Bradley, James Harden. Okay, I, that's really that's a toss up for real. Clay Thompson. Oh, Clay Thompson. Clay, Clay. I can, I can think.
2: You didn't think Clay's he been cra- he's been going crazy.
0: And now, last one I'll throw at you guys. I need a crazy. one. I need something one. crazy. Dylan Brooks,
2: James Harden,
1: bro. Mister Chuck Shop. <laughs> mm, James Harden, but. Dylan Brooks has has been surprisingly very, very good efficiency wise shooting the ball. He's been big for them. Yeah, he has been. And answer? defensively, he's been awesome. What's your answer? I'm going to go James Harden, but reluctantly.
0: What about Jordan Poole?
1: Jordan Poole. It's so biased. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> he had a poopy game. Uh, he's so swaggy. I'm, I'm going James Harden.
0: Drew Holiday?
1: Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, easy.
0: It's crazy because I feel like a lot of these are easy, but I this isn't similar to the Westbrook one we did because, like, just you're saying you're naming butt names, saying something so, <laughs> not butt. You know what I mean? You know what I mean?
1: You no know, you know, you know what I was
0: trying to, you know. That Westbrook one, I, I missed the name that I wanted to say. I wanted to say Jose Alvarado and <laughs> no.
2: that one. And I would. I, I might have picked Alvarado. Now stop it. Why is you. Listen in love with Desmond Bain? What, what are you talking about? You picked pick Desmond over. Uh, yeah. I only picked two because of straight bias. You mean that. Yeah, like. I do
1: mean oh, it. Okay.
2: No, I'm just asking. Just interesting. I'll have to think about that one. Okay. Desmond Bain got to show me a little more.
1: He's been cooking. What about Jimmy Grant? He's arguably been the best player on the Grizzlies. And they're struggling. That tells you something. They're still, they sh- it the- should
2: be, and I don't even like Minnesota. It should be 4 1. Okay. Minnesota's going but to now the next it's round. 3 2. Yeah, it should tell you something. Say that name again Jeremy Grant.
0: Oh my
1: gosh, Harden.
0: Harden. I'm trying to look at some names, but it's like it's, not, it's not
1: the same. Winning, how much they win about 78 70 going into the fourth.
2: Who the Nuggets are winning? Going back to Denver with
1: Sting. Listen, I would take that because I said Jokic gets two, another one, man. I did. Pick Warriors in six. No, you pick Warriors in five. I picked man. them in
0: four. This should be sweep. Be
1: honest. Teams be playing. When Jokic.
0: I, no, I think it was four and five. Y'all yeah, be was playing.
1: Was. The Warriors be playing with their food too much, man. Yeah. yeah, they're not gonna play with Phoenix. They're gonna
0: whip your ass. I mean, we have to also acknowledge that the Nuggets do this. Like they come back. That there is, they're a resilient team. I hope they don't come back.
2: This thing, bro. Yo, I would cry. That shit's going to blow my mind.
1: We're still going to dog nah, walk. Nah, this is a dog walk if it goes we We'll just dog walk the next two series. Uh, there you go. You got to make up, right? Yeah. We talked
0: about Jason Tatum earlier in the show and where he ranked in the NBA. Now, we're going to preview the Bucks versus Celtics second round matchup now. The season series was two games to two. Last time they faced in the playoffs was in 2018, and Jason Tatum, alongside Kyrie Irving, didn't have a great series so Stunk for Tatum him. at least this is some revenge Chris Middleton most likely not playing we'll see what happens with that um who wins this matchup who wins and why
2: <clears throat> no Chris Middleton is going to be tough you know he's he's their fourth quarter shot maker you know he's the guy they give the bowl to down the stretch you know he makes big plays for them and he's one of their floor spaces you know defensively he hasn't been good this year but I think offensively, you know, he's still that guy that can bring it. Their big three is pretty strong, and they play well together. Drew Holiday is still one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. In playoff time, he knows when to turn it up. He's reached that level where he kind of cruises through the regular season. In playoff time, he turns it up. You see what he did to DeMar and uh, Zach Levine. So um, for me, though, Middleton not playing is going to be tough, but I think they showed a bit of resilience. They showed a bit of a different vibe. I think uh, actually defensively they're much better – Without Chris Middleton, and I'm, I trust Giannis. You know, he, offensively, he's got that post fadeaway. He's got that mid range. He's definitely improved his game. So, I'm gonna go Bucks. You and don't is, even mean that. Not nah, do me I just want. I just don't know how many games because this game, this series is so crazy. I'm just gonna say Bucks. I think the Bucks are gonna win this. You know, series, you have to say a game six or seven. It's going uh-huh. six or seven. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take Bucks. You know, I think uh, defensively they've been amazing without Chris Middleton. Giannis is just on a different level. Drew Holiday is gonna be able to negate. Jalen Brown, not Jason Tatum, but he's going to be able to make it tough. That's a really tough for him to defender. Wesley Matthews, Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, the floor spaces are there. Brook Lopez was hitting three. Splash Mountain is back defensively. This team <laughs> is different. So Splash I Mountain? That's what I they like call that. it. No, that's I literally like that. what they call him. What's them wrong with that? Splash Mountain, baby. I
1: haven't heard that. You're casual. Right. I don't want to adapt to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're <laughs> casual.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Bucks in six or seven, though. I think this would be probably a really
1: Great series, but I got Bucks. Listen, uh, we whoever came, comes out of this is going to the finals. I ain't going to lie. No doubt about that. We came into. Not, as,
0: not if it's the Bucks, He will beat them. Okay.
1: We came into this playoffs thinking that the, the Nets and, and the Celtics were going to no, be the best. No, not we. Him. Who? No, I I'm, I'm He called this. Belief. He called
2: that an ECF matchup. I didn't. I that. thought it was
1: gonna be the best. Uh, excuse me. I thought it was gonna be the best matchup of the first round. I was wrong. It was definitely, but it was great games all around. You but just the, one of the best series. You both did. Unfortunately, did, but you said
2: this is an ECF matchup. It definitely was. It was. It was a four-game ass whipping. It definitely, was. point
1: differential of seventeen points over four games. It's not as what four games. It was just four Nets games. Being Bro, the first. The of first closing. two
0: games, the Nets didn't close out. The last two, Celtics definitely. This, this right here, here
1: is uh, an easy game. Matchup. Game four, I wouldn't say necessarily controlled. It was a tie game when Tatum fouls out. The, the Nets easily could have closed that game. Kevin Durant couldn't. Um, I'll say this uh, in talking about the Bucks versus Celtics. This is going to be an unbelievable matchup. In terms of depth, we're looking at two of the most deep teams in the Eastern Conference. Even with all that being said, I lean the Celtics. I'm looking at the way that they've played defensively. They are the best defensive team in the NBA. Marcus Smart, his ability to 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 defend the The perimeter to defend bigs, he has been excellent this whole season. You have Jason Tatum, who's elevated his defense to an elite level. Jalen Brown, great defender. Rob Williams is an interesting factor in all this because I think what needs to happen is Rob Will and Al Horford create a wall to try and stop Giannis because Giannis is going to be the reason why the Bucs are going to be in this game. He's obviously the best player in the NBA. It's very hard to stop Giannis, but that wall of Rob Will and Al Horford is essential to the Celtics winning this series. And I think that it will hinder Giannis to a certain degree. Giannis will still get his, but it's going to be enough that is going to to allow the Celtics to get over the top. I think offensively, I lean Celtics. They're, they're shot makers outside of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart hits hits big shots when when you need him to. You still have Grant Williams, who was lights out against the Nets, but throughout the entirety of the season has been a 40% three-point shooter. He has been extremely solid. Al Horford played extremely well against the Nets. I'm expecting him to continue to play very well the Celtics have been clicking since the All-Star break. They have been the best team in basketball, and I expect that to continue. The Bucs have a great team. Giannis is fantastic. Drew Holiday, like you mentioned, is one of the best, arguably the best perimeter defenders at the guard position, especially defending the guard position. He is second to none. He's unbelievable. But I just look at the Celtics. I think their team chemistry right now is at is right now the best in the Eastern Conference. I think that they just have everything going for them right now. And Emi Adoka, his adjustments, his ability to to draw up a scheme against the team's best player, as we saw in the Nets series, he's already shown great strides as being a, a solid head coach, and I'm expecting him to draw up great adjustments against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Believe it or not, I'm going Celtics in five.
2: Oh, damn.
0: This series is about role players. Um,
1: very, very good assessment.
0: And I trust the Celtics supporting cast more. I don't think this is a series where they can wall up on Giannis just because the personnel on Milwaukee's side doesn't allow for Celtics the Celtics' defense to do something like that. You look at the last time Giannis really got walled up on, it was because they had Eric Bledsoe and he couldn't shoot. You look at the Bucks now, they have shooters everywhere, whether it's with the tall, a taller lineup with Giannis, Portis, and Lopez— and they can even go small and have Holiday Matthews, Giannis, and Connaughton out there with the portish, or maybe even swap them out for another guard there. So I think the Bucs can counter a lot of what the Celtics want to do. I think where the Celtics have the advantage in this series is that they play help. They're always in help position. And that's the way defense is supposed to be played because if you're in help, you don't have to get in help. If you're already in there... You don't have to get in help. And sometimes that leave open shooters, it absolutely does. But I think in this case, and with the Boston Celtics specifically, they have a lot of six, seven plus wings who have long wingspans who they can cheat more so than other teams can cheat defensively mm-hmm. because they can recover quicker sure. than other teams because they have the personnel to do so. But like I said, it's about role players. And I trust the Celtics ones. I trust Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, Rob Williams, Payton Pritchard, Derek White, I trust those guys more over Wesley Matthews, over Bobby Portis, over Pat Connaughton. And I love Bobby Portis, I do, and I love Brook Lopez That's the as thing. well. These are,
1: they're solid role players, they but are. But
0: I just, I like Boston a little bit more. And what I am kind of cautious about is Boston offensively. Because defensively, they're a great team. Offensively, they do have their stretches where they're not able to score as great as other teams are on offense. Because of that, I wonder how that's going to happen. Who is Drew Holiday going to guard? Is it going to be Tatum because he can give him a lot of fits? Or do they try to maybe neutralize Jalen Brown more? I think they probably, the matches will probably be Holiday on Tatum, Mm -hmm. which we'll see how Tatum fares in that type of matchup. It's definitely going to be something that's either going to make or break him in terms of where we rank him because it is against one of the best point-of-attack defenders in the NBA. This stat is what's making me lean Boston in this series. The Bucs are 14th in defensive rating, and they're one of the best teams at defending the paint. But this has <coughs> been a flaw in Mike Budenholzer's defensive philosophy since he got to uh, the Bucs team, since he's coached the Bucks, is that they are great at protecting the paint because they give up a lot of threes. And before the All-Star break, the Bucs gave up the most wide-open threes with about 20 a game. And teams were converting 34% on those shots, which when you look at it, just on a basic view, just on a surface level, it's okay. They're shooting 34%. The Bucks have a good defense against three-point shots. But post-All-Star break, teams converted 39% of their threes, which is the most in the NBA. So the Bucs give up the most threes in the NBA against a team like Boston, who has the knockdown shooters to make them pay for it. I feel like that can be a huge swing in the series because of that. I have the Celtics. I think they have the length and bodies to match up with somebody like Giannis to at least neutralize as much as you can neutralize them. They have the players who can always be in health position and also recover on their man. This is a seven game series to me. I think it's Celtics in seven. Um, And I think a lineup we'll see a lot from Milwaukee is I think they'll probably try to match the Boston Celtics uh, size and go a little bit smaller just to space out the floor more. I, w- I think we're gonna see a lot of Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, Wesley Matthews, Pat Connaughton, with Giannis at the five in, in this match specifically. But maybe they can go with more size because the Celtics, although they are great defensively, they do lack size. You know, Rob Will is six eight. Um he has a large wingspan, but against Lopez, seven foot, against Byporter, six eleven, against Giannis, six eleven. There. Yeah, there is Tyson they have Marford a size advantage. Be. So this is a matchup where I think the Bucks have to maybe use size to their advantage to get the edge. But then you risk guys not closing out as fast as you have a you know, shorter and more agile lineup out there. So I got the Celtics, though. I think the Celtics are going to win the series.
1: And I do have my concerns with Milwaukee's <clears throat> defense. Of course, outside of Drew Holiday and Giannis, who, those two you can count on to be great defensively.
2: Leslie Matthews is a good defender. Good. I ain't gonna see. He's good. He's a good defender.
1: Now, and especially with Middleton not being there, which we've already spoken about. Middleton, yes, his offensive input is definitely going to be missed. But defensively, he's not been what he was in the past. And really, you look at the rest of the Milwaukee supporting cast defensively, they just don't hold a candle to, to what the Celtics have going on right now. It really is going to depend on that matchup, JT versus Drew Holiday. If JT is getting his, and even still we saw where JT doesn't necessarily have to be shooting 50% from the field. He can still facilitate to get his boys involved. You still have JB who you have to be concerned about. And like I already mentioned, their role players are hitting shots. And if they're hitting shots, Celtics got this one easy.
2: I don't know about easy because I think Milwaukee can hit shots just like Boston. You know, Grayson Allen's a shooter. Pat Connaughton's a shooter. Wesley Matthews is a shooter.
1: Connaughton just got, j- today, I would say, is Connaughton finally coming back to. Nah, he was good at home. You know, I think. I feel like he's been struggling recently.
2: Bobby Portis is also a shooter. I can't forget about no Bobby doubt. Portis. Bobby. Brooke Lopez Wait, can hit you,
1: some threes.
0: Uh, so I'm kind of shocked that you have him in five. Well, I was shocked you had Brooklyn, well, Celtics against Brooklyn in five. But I think that's a bit of a different story. Giannis, to use the best player in the world. He is. So you think he's going to lose in five?
1: And, and that's not me saying anything on, on Giannis's name. I think Giannis is still going to be great. I'm just looking at the Celtics team as a whole. This is there time? And I feel like they have just been consistently dominant since the second half of the season. And I'm going to continue to ride.
0: (laughs) Nine, five is crazy.
1: It's all right. You guys call me crazy for my take against the Nets. I sat here straight face.
2: First, Phoenix was your team that you're going to ride to the sun. Now it's Boston. It's your team. You feel like it's their time. You know
1: what? Listen, and and I get nah. you calling me out on that. I usually don't flip, and and that's fine. But at least I've been consistent since I
2: so your Bucks before was your time in the sun. But again, this it, it was it was since usually don't
0: flip. This I is know. your first full season. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about you got like a five year track record? Been, I've
1: been on the show for a year, over a year now. It was just, just your first it's, full NBA season. Well, it's like the, the halfway point hit. I saw that what the Celtics were doing. I
0: usually don't so, flip, and in your first <laughs> season, flip. Uh, you,
1: you guys want to say? You I won't mean, stalk early. And, and I've been taking that to the moon. I'm looking like I own Amazon right so now. So if the
0: Phoenix, if Phoenix and Boston meet in the finals, you have. I'm Boston. actually
1: I'm taking of the Boston. System. Oh, so you're off the okay. But There's, I never had Phoenix winning the chip. I had Milwaukee winning the chip.
0: Okay. So Milwaukee goes from winning the chip to losing
1: in the Well, because they're facing the Boston Celtics, who I are you the at least best team. More than five days, I was bro. thinking I mean, it's about the it. best player in the world. In I your was eyes. Thi- no doubt about it. I was. In thi- eyes of many. I was thinking about it, and I just look at the dominance on the defensive side of the ball of the Celtics and, and still the offensive output that they're able to put forth with their role players on top of JT and JB, I think the Celtics got this so one. So what easy. you're
0: telling me is that Giannis isn't going to dominate this series?
1: No, that's actually not at all you what I You don't think
2: the Bucks defense could dominate, though?
1: No, personally, no. It, it, it really is dependent on JT on Drew, Holl- excuse me, well, Drew Holiday I, I on like, JT. I think
2: J, J, Drew's probably going to start on JB. They're gonna probably throw. I Matthews. don't think because that's what they. I'm just going off what I've seen. They usually start. They put Drew on the best player towards the back end of the
1: game. Well, I think what like the they were they were expecting was that Drew. Uh, that, excuse me, that Levine was gonna be more offensive dominant, and then it really ended up being Demar. Not really, because in the they, regular
2: season they did the same but, thing. But
1: then once they realized that, they immediately switched Drew onto onto Demar.
2: I think yeah. Well, I think Matthews will start. You know, you want to save your best defender for the right moment. So I think Matthews would probably start on JT. Drew will probably start on JB. He's going to have to and guard. The, and the one difference
1: of them. is, as opposed from the Bulls to the Celtics, is the Celtics are healthy. Uh, JB and Levine right now. Levine has been hindered almost all season. Man. JB's been getting it going. Just, he's been. Just, he's just been.
2: Drew will be fine.
1: Uh, Drew yeah, was. De- he'll. Fine. He'll definitely play well. But I'm not expecting him to halt JT to the point where it's affecting his game as a whole. I think he'll affect his game a little
2: bit. It's Drew Holiday we talking
1: about. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll impact it a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but not to the point where I still don't see the Celtics winning the series Wait, so you easily.
0: Just, you just seen Drew like most for the most part lock up Demar and Zach. He won't like, do that to
1: Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum's a better offensive player than the two of them. I'm talking, talking about Jalen Brown. Brown. I think he oh, can, no. he'll completely oh, no. take Jalen Brown out of the series I'm, if he stays with him the whole time. We're talking about Jason Tatum right here. Because I believe that Drew Holiday is going to play defense on Jason Tatum so for the majority of the series. So, you think if
0: Drew Holiday takes out Jalen Brown, they can win in five still?
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah? <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, you, my God. I don't know. I just like Jason. Because then you're really putting JT on who? Wes Matthews? Is that what you really want? No, I'm saying like I think they would rather... Lock JT.
2: Not saying he will get locked, but they'd rather lock JT and let everybody else beat them.
1: That's my point. So you're gonna have Drew. That's Holiday. not five games. You're gonna have Drew Holiday with JT. Correct. He's mentioning JB now. That's fine. That's, okay. So that's not five. Do you, do you games. want Drew Holiday on JB? You want him on J- JT. JT? That is that is exactly. But what I'm just I'm telling you
2: what they, I think. What they'll do.
0: I just think it's crazy if you if you think Giannis is really the best player in the world. Yeah. With the Bucks, the Bucks are a good team. Like it's not like they're, they're great. the Nets. They, they're great. they are a great team. They're a
1: really good team. I'm just looking at the Celtics, and I think they're like they—they they are the team that
0: if—if if not for Boston, you'd have them winning the final or going to the finals, right? Yeah. So how for many sure. games would you have Boston beating yeah. Phoenix? Wait, because wait, hold on. Phoenix up. would be five. Hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> he thinks the Celtics would beat everybody in five. If bro. the Bucks, if the <laughs> if the Bucks meet the Warriors in the finals, you have the Bucs in that series.
1: The Bucks and the Warriors. I would take the Bucks.
0: So, <laughs> so a team that can beat the Warriors
1: and the Celtics are that good.
2: You have
0: to
1: just. You're just going
2: crazy. crazy. I'm just being
1: honest, uh, five just games, I, I
2: don't mind you picking them, but I think five games is like underselling.
1: That's Giannis disrespectful. In the box. I'll be Again, you guys. That's you, very disrespectful. You guys gave they just me. just won the championship. You know, bro. Respect to them. You guys gave me shit for 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 what I said with the Nets. You guys picked the Nets. Um. So I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna but you trust think my differently word. Differently of Katie, you think highly of Giannis. Exactly what we're saying, which is why we should even. I feel that I am being very sincere when I say... I just think you're being a little disrespectful. I think he's a, at the worst two games.
0: You know, I think I think because you got uh, the celtics net series right and...
2: then <laughs> you're talking about they'll beat Phoenix in five? I do think so. Everybody in five, I'm assuming. So how many games would the Warriors beat? Boston and the Warriors. Oh, no. Boston and the Warriors would probably
1: be Seven. So
2: the Bucks can beat them. <laughs> yeah, you
1: have Boston <laughs> seven. But we said the Suns. You said the Sun series versus no. The I'm saying Bucks. Boston and the Warriors. Boston and the Warriors seven. Yeah, seven. But Milwaukee Boston and, and Celtics five. No, sorry, Boston,
2: Boston and Celtics five. five. But you think the Bucs can beat the Warriors? Correct. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, okay. you it's you know, I, I matchup it. issues. I, I respect. It. I mm-hmm. can do. You know, it. I think. I think because
1: um, and it's the finals. Also, it's different vibes.
0: I think. I think because you um picked the Celtics over the Nets in the first round. and You made the them in five, and it ended up being a sweep. Um, you take. are you are kind of like he put the hat on, expecting us to just give you the benefit of the doubt with this
1: take. Listen, he's don't give, the don't give me the benefit. He, of doubt. the doubt. Look, on. I just
0: I just feel like saying they can they're gonna beat Milwaukee in five is like it's all right. You're,
1: you're guessing. Cr- guessing is That's like fine. bad I'm, analysis. I'm not guessing. It's I'm like not a, guessing. it's like
0: a guess that. If it turns out right, you're going to look like a genius. I mean, win. essentially, it's like every
1: every time you project, it's a guess, right? No, but I, guess I think this one is guessing. like, you're just saying, you know You what? said, like, I'm this, say it these are the better. defending but champions I've, I've we're given, I've given very valid points to what I believe. You're putting the full Boston hat on. I respect it. It's not like I'm coming here and just saying Boston to five. So right, if they I'm play Miami, here. five games again? Oh, yeah. No, that that definitely could be. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it could be. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's putting the full Boston
2: hat on. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love that energy. So when the Bucks win, I'm going to L you for it. Five days straight. So yeah, you have yeah, the Bucks shake in what? Your hand. I have the Bucks in six or seven. Yeah, I, I need. P- seven. P- can we pick one? Okay, I'll say Bucks at home. They'll win at home in six.
1: Six, okay.
0: Yeah, I got Celtics and Seven. I, I think, think this is a game seven game, six, seven seven
2: game, game series. series. You know, I, I don't know. Giannis is a different man. Like he, he's he a beast. He's amazing. You know what's gonna happen?
0: If they go down 0-2. He's gonna go crazy.
2: I mean, Giannis is gonna go
1: crazy.
0: Yeah. He's not gonna sweat, bro.
1: No. Which is I don't or know what. In five. I don't know where this idea came from that I think that Giannis is going to be bad. I said it very, I mean, very if clearly. If he loses in
2: five, that doesn't something, mean that he played bad. Some, it has to be a few games where he plays like shit. I'll
0: just be honest. It's just for me. It's hard for me to think of any scenario. I don't think any team could beat the Bucks. It, in it's five not. Games. It's not even that. It's like I. I just can't come up with any scenario where Giannis is dominant and is Giannis. They lose in five,
1: bro. Because the rest of these guys, I can't trust fully. Like if you, Especially if you, if you Celtics are telling me Giannis play. is averaging thirty and 12. It's six
2: games here, they can I, lose. How?
0: Like I just don't see how they lose in. Five. I don't see any team if at their best. So you can the see them in losing
1: five. in six, but you can't see them losing in five.
2: I just don't think any team at their at their best is beating
1: the Bucks in five I'm games. I'm telling you, Boston is like that. See, I mean, they're a
2: better defensive team than
1: Brooklyn, Correct. significantly. So we'll see, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, you're saying nothing. Bucks. Bucks. I'm saying I mean, Bucks.
0: and you mentioned that, and you mentioned how you know Nets have a lot of flaws on their team, and you talked about the point deficit, sure. and every game was close for the yeah. most part. The Bucks aren't gonna, they're not gonna make those same petty little mistakes petty breed, bro. as sure. them.
2: Experience, man. We'll no. see. This, I'm, inter- I can't wait. This is gonna be a good, it's gonna be a great series. Every gonna game's
1: be. gonna be great.
0: So, on to the Western Conference: Mavericks versus Suns. The Mavs haven't advanced yet, but we're under the assumption they probably will beat Ooh. Utah. Uh,
1: I know Utah that's, have a, the that's, Jazz. A, that's another thing. Like that series, really could go seven. Nobody cares about that series. I it don't can think. go
0: seven, but I would still pick Luca. I would pick. Okay, Lucas Suns. As well. Suns versus Mavs or Jazz. Maybe the Pelicans sneak into here. They they win it too, but no way. Um, no, if we're losing, I'll just, I'm just I'm gonna give this analysis based off of the Suns winning uh, facing the Mavericks. If they face the Mavericks, I mean, <clears throat> it has been very lopsided the past two, three years. The Suns have won nine games in a row against the Mavericks. Damn, domination. This year they're 0-3, but Luka missed two of those games. If the Sun it's as simple as this. If the Suns are without Devin Booker, they lose this series. Uh I think Luca now advances to West Conference Finals. I actually think, you know, Warriors in the conference finals versus the Mavericks gives Tough. me Gives me 2015 WCF vibes when the Warriors face James Harden. Oh, in we the West finals. Yeah. I think Warriors would beat the Mavericks fairly easy in the, in the, in the conference finals. Uh, probably five games. But if D-Book doesn't play, yep, I have the Mavs in this one. But D-Book plays, and you know, I think the Suns, they showed it all year. They're the best team in the West. They are disciplined defensively. Role players step up at the right time. Mikel Bridges having a 30-point game. That was fantastic. The thing with the Mavericks is going to be interesting to see is that I think they have the perfect combination of ball handlers and guards that attack the basket. And it opens up a lot of the floor for shooters to now knock down wide open shots. And they have versatile defenders. You look at Maxi Kleba, Dorian and Finney Smith, who I, you know, I think he's been one of the more underrated players in the league for a while. Versus the Jazz, he's contested 93 shots, second behind and beating these playoffs. And opponents are shooting just below 40% against him. He's played some great defense on Donovan Mitchell, especially down the stretch. Mavericks right now from the three shooting 36%. They're shooting very well. I just kind of don't know how the Mavericks sustain this level of three-point efficiency versus the Suns. We see it versus the Jazz because the Jazz have given up so many wide-open threes per game. No perimeter defenders. But you look at Bullock, he's shooting 41% from three. Kleba 55%. Jordan Finney-Smith, 38%. I just see these percentages dropping down. I think Mikel Bridges, he he has done as good of a job on Luka as anybody these past couple of years. Whenever they match up, that's like the highlight, Mikel's defense on Luka. Luka will still get his. there's no doubt. And I also think that Brunson has come onto the scene, but he really flourished because Luka wasn't in the lineup. When you have three guards that thrive on handling the ball and that's how they create, they generate their offense and their playmaking, Luka doesn't add on to what Brunson does. He replaces it and does it better. So Luka now handling the ball more now kind of negates how valuable Brunson can be. And it also negates how valuable Dinwiddie can be. Not saying they can't have huge impact, impact, but just Luka having the ball that much, their play styles are similar. It just cancels each other out. With Devin Booker, <coughs> I trust the Suns' shot-creating ability, but without him, I think in the series versus the Pelicans, it's been very apparent that they need another shot-creator. And that's why all season long I was yelling at the top of my lungs, trade for Eric Gordon. Trade for a player who can generate offense, who, you just, who can't just score off of pin-downs or screens, who can just create for themselves. I feel like the Suns are missing that. I think it'll haunt them later on in the playoffs. But in this series, I think they can get by. Uh, they can get by, but they do need Devin Booker for this one. If not, I think they'll lose.
2: Um, the, you know, piggyback a little bit of what you said. I, I personally, I love the three guard dynamic. You know, I think they have the right combination of uh patience, the right combination of pace. I like the way Jalen Brunson moves. I like the way Luka moves. Luka's kind of like that slow guard. Brunson's kind of that break you down and Spencer's right at the attack. You know, I like the way they definitely balance off each other. Like you said, shout out to um Donovan Mitchell. He preached Dorian Finney-Smith's defense. He said he's been as good as anybody has been. Against him, And that's that's fact. Nobody's ever seen Donovan Mitchell play like this. And Dorian Finney Smith has been incredible. The three point Dallas is weird. They always hit at a ridiculous rate. You know, you look at last year against the Clippers. The first four games, they were hitting at a record rate from the three point line. They looked amazing right now. They look great defensively. They're always on go. It's just tough because like you said, Utah doesn't really guard. So it's really hard to like analyze like, oh, my God. Bullock's three-point percentage, Finney's three-point percentage right now. You know, Brunson's amazing performance. You know, he's been great, but Utah doesn't guard. Phoenix does. So Phoenix is a great defensive team, a great offensive team, so it's going to be a different energy. But they're going to need Brunson to step up. he step up we will continue the pace of what they're doing. But sure. I like this matchup. I think this could be an elite series. This could be the series that puts Luka— Up more in that upper room, you know, definitely put his name out there. I know he didn't play much in this series, but and people were kind of laughing at Utah, like, yeah, he got out the first round, but this is Utah. I think this next one can really, you know, 60 win team. Phoenix, they do need Devin, like, they need Booker back for this series, no doubt. But I think Dallas could possibly sneak this one out, you know. I'm going to take Suns in seven. I think this is a seven-game series for. Her. I think Luca is that great. I think he he just took the Clippers to seven. I think he can definitely take Phoenix to seven. I think with he had he has had more help this year than he's had the past two years. Although he doesn't have another star, he has Brunson. He has Dinwiddie. Dwight Powell's been amazing. He has the defenders, so I think sure. he's been good defensively too. So they don't, you know, Jalen Brunson. He's small, but. He tries here and there, you know what I'm saying? So I think this would be a
1: seven-game series, but I got the Suns. I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. I'm looking at the Suns, and yes, they 100% need Devin Booker. I think that I'm looking at the Mavs team, and for them to take two out of the three games without Luka Doncic speaks to the depth that they have and the the chemistry that they've played with all season. To step up in that absence without their best player and to, to... have Jalen Brunson step up the way that he has is credit to what the Mavs have done all season long. I do think they close it out this next game. And for for the matchup between the Suns, this will be a seven-game series because of Luka Doncic and how special he is and his impact to the team. This team defensively is completely different as opposed to, I'm assuming the Warriors are lit. <laughs> We're about
2: four in a minute. <laughs> you're discussing right now.
1: You're just too much. But um, I'm looking at this this Suns team defensively. And I think that that's where I'm giving them the edge. Yes, defensively, the Mavs have been great all season long. But I think defensively, the Suns do edge them out a little bit just because of the depth. So long as Devin Booker is healthy and he is playing for the Suns, I do lean the Suns solely for the fact that they just have a little bit more depth than the Mavericks. You know what?
0: Um, In the midst of you guys talking, and especially what you talked about um, with Kawhi and PG and how Luka took them to 7 and how that same Clippers team without Kawhi took the Suns to 6 potentially 7 we go. <laughs> I'm changing my pick i have the Mavericks in this series um so in
1: the midst of just us having a conversation he, he literally just flipped just thinking about it minutes. look
0: i think this is Luka's time and all these thoughts started to come to me and the thoughts were okay Devin Booker has a hamstring injury. Mm -hmm. I mean that regardless of what, you know, how healthy or not he is, it's going to linger on. We just seen Dorian Finney Smith neutralize Donovan Mitchell. Can he not guard D book a similar way? He definitely can. I don't trust the, the shot creators on Phoenix. I don't trust (laughs) Mikel having a 30 point explosion. I don't trust Cam Johnson having 20 point explosions I don't, you should. I don't trust DeAndre Ain consistently doing what he does, even though I love Ayan, but it just feels like the Suns are missing something. Luka Doncic <clears throat> is a superstar. Yep. This is the series that can solidify him, not getting out the first round for the first two years in the playoffs, now making the WCF. Look, I think this is, we talk about Tatum's time. I think this is Luka's time. To make the Western Conference Finals, I don't trust Phoenix's health. We never know when Chris Paul is going to go down. He looks We've seen, anyways. We've seen the...
1: He needs He needs Devin.
0: We've seen the bad luck that they've had throughout the course of... Well, Chris Paul has had throughout the course of, the, of playoffs in general.
1: In his career, for sure.
0: And it's just Luka. Like, you know, you guys just talking about Luka is what's changing my mind. And Doreen Finney-Smith, I trust him with the best of them. And defensively, I do. I think this is Mavericks in I just, seven. I think, I the, think the, it's Mavericks the, in seven.
2: The difference with Donovan and Booker is Booker has so much that you can create for him on offense where he can get you in the elbow, he can ISO you, he can get you down on a pin down like He can do so much as a form to Donovan Mitchell. He's kind of like a, not a one, I don't want to say directly one-way scorer, to but he's limited yeah. in terms of Devin Booker.
1: Hey, he's six. Devin's post-playing, his ability to play yeah, make what Booker makes what makes a little Booker is You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The
2: hamstring will be tough, though. It's
0: just Luka... Is
2: Yeah, Luca different. Luca different.
0: Luca averages the most points per game in the playoffs amongst anybody.
2: Small sample size, but.
1: Yes, it's MJ.
0: He cooked Kawhi. He cooked PG. It doesn't matter who you put in front of him. But, but in Luka's the fourth quarter when you
1: needed Kawhi to clamp up, he, he did. did. Well, that's because Luka. Yo, 57% from the field. Yeah. Is nuts. I tried to explain that is to you. N- I, I didn't think it was 57. Yeah, I knew it was in the 50s. 57 is crazy. Well, at
2: one point it was at 61.
0: Luca in the series versus the Clippers gassed out later in the game. He
1: did. Every game. But yeah. now
0: he has that help. Now he has Brunson. Now he has Dinwiddie. I feel like that's a difference and
1: Imagine that's the help you're giving him. No disrespect to these guys, but I'm just saying like you see the, 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 oh, no, I was just the number up. twos that these guys play with outside of yes, the Mavericks. Sir. We want Minnesota. And credit to Brunson, but Man, Luca's Brunson's doing a lot with less. No for No, Brunson without a doubt gets his credit. But to mention Jim Whitty as his number three.
2: Utah's extremely bad perimeter defense. Horrible defensively. A little bit of both? Horrible defensively. It's both. I think no, Brunson It's both is for gonna, sure, but I think Brunson's gonna give Phoenix the business too. Though. I don't think he was twenty eighty a game. I think he gives business.
0: him twenty though. Yeah, twenty. I think twenty is a firm number. I think I think Luca will give him thirty. Yeah. Brunson right. gives him twenty. Mikael is gonna be on. Kell's is a Luka. tough defender, but even a McKell I like he's been
2: struggling with Brandon Ingram. Like he's been struggling with Brandon Ingram.
0: I'm going with the Mavs. Luka's my guy. I'm I going like with it. the Mavs. I wouldn't I like be
2: surprised man. if they win. I would like Mavs are a tough team. I wouldn't even be surprised. Like Mavs are a extremely tough team. I'd be surprised if they beat us. But the Suns, I wouldn't be surprised. If
1: they it's Luca. You got to give Luca his credit. I would be kind of surprised if the Suns lost. Yeah, but. and
2: we did all this analysis,
0: but you know, let's say the Jazz come out. I have the Suns beating the Jazz oh,
1: easily. Close our eyes and make that pick. There's no the, I, listen. If the Jazz beat the Mavs. I think the crazy. Jazz
2: will win Game Six, get blown the fuck out Game Seven. <laughs> Man, I'm so pissed at that I, I'm so done with them.
1: Honestly, I think you you as a fan of Donovan Mitchell would rather see them losing. I six just he
2: that. he just doesn't. This not the Donovan that you're hurting right now. Yeah, I'm in pain because yeah. I don't like. It's not this is not you the turn Donovan. Off your phone. You're going to yeah, bed. This is not the Donovan <laughs> that's going to propel them anywhere. He's playing like shit. He just doesn't want to be there. Just win Game Six for the home, for, you know, for the home crowd, mm-hmm. and get blown out Game Seven. It is what it is. On to the last second oh, round Oh, by the series. way, the Warriors won. Yeah. So we won whoever. We don't care if it's Memphis. We don't care if your boy's over there in Minnesota town. We'll take
1: whoever. And right. Perfect that way.
0: On to the last segment in the Western Conference uh, talking about second round matchups. Warriors just advance. You're either <laughs> going to face the Timberwolves or the Grizzlies, Grizzlies now. You know, before talking about this potential series matchup, I want to talk about the Grizzlies and Wolves because, you Great know, that, that's a series we haven't talked about much, and it's been awesome. Now, Listen. Wolves are winning in seven. It's been my prediction all along. Should have won
2: in four. You know, because...
0: Five. Yeah, they should have because they blew game three, they historic collapse. They blew and then last game too. Last game, game five, they blew that as well. Yeah. Minnesota, I'm just going to vent about them for a little bit because I think a lot of Timberwolves fans are going to feel this grievance as well. They might feel is that this This is, is the thing. Too. What we're looking at with Minnesota is a combination of a couple of things. Every game they've lost... They've been out-rebounded offensively by four-plus. We saw game five, Brandon Clark, I mean, had— was going
2: crazy. He, the,
0: the Grizzlies had 18 offensive rebounds in game five to the Timberwolves' six. Cad has mentioned it that it's not easy to get these rebounds because oftentimes he's out of position, which has led Brandon Clark to be in position. Now, look, I'll just say this. I thought the officiating down the stretch of game five was some bullshit. Yeah. John Morant getting those foul calls, I thought was BS. I thought Pat Bev getting fouled out was BS. It, I kind of felt like it. they were obviously favoring Memphis. Minnesota it should have won Memphis. it. The Grizzlies have been the only team to come back from two 20-point deficits in a series in history. That alone shows me that Minnesota should have won this series pretty easily. It should have been a five-game series, just not but it out. wasn't. Look, like I'll give credit to Memphis for not quitting, but this is more on Minnesota's inability to close out games. Whenever you see them getting to the fourth quarter, and this has been happening all season, it's not just a this series thing. This has been happening all season way too often. They settle on shots late in games. They don't have a clear-cut offense. They don't have a clear-cut go-to guy. And that's why I tweeted the other day, Minnesota will not get over the hump until they understand Anthony Edwards is the go-to guy in these situations. And even him too, sometimes he settles for shots he shouldn't settle for, but there's not enough ball movement late in these games. And Edwards mentioned it in a post-game interview where it's tough because Dilo wants the ball, Cat wants the ball, Edwards wants the ball, and they just have to figure that out. But it's been the entire season that they haven't been able to figure out who's going to get the ball in those situations. I think right now because of seniority, it should be Cat, but it should also be on a game-by-game basis. Game five... Cat should have gotten the ball down the stretch. I believe so. They should have ran offense through Cat. Edwards made that fantastic three, but he didn't have his best game in Game 5. Cat was having the better game of everybody. I think D'Lo has to step up. And it's also just like missing rotations defensively and not being all the way there. Unnecessary gambles we saw with Anthony Edwards trying to get that steal on John Morant, left Jared Vanderbilt on an island. It was going to be a lob or a layup. John Morant ended up laying it up. These are just these mistakes that are easily correctable that the Wolves have to correct. I think they win game six at home. and game seven, anything can happen. And I got the Wolves. I tweeted it. Claim your Wolves in seven tickets now. I don't want to hear none of that nonsense. I've been having the Wolves all series long. They're going to win. They should have won in five. They're, they are clearly better. the better team. Even if Memphis wins, I will not admit because it's not true that they're a better team in Minnesota. Minnesota is the better team, and it's showing. They just blow these leads, you need but this they're one, a better Ken. team. You need this one, and onto the Golden State thing.
2: Oh, this should be. Similar. It
0: doesn't matter who advances. I think Memphis is a better matchup for Golden State, but Golden State will beat either team, and it won't be much of a competition.
2: You know, I don't. I don't even think. At this point, right now, with the way Memphis is playing, I don't even think it'd be. I think it don't really matter the matchup. No, I'm serious, and I'm uh, I'm gonna go on my little spiel. You know what I'm saying? John Morant, get facts. I got you. I
1: got you. I got you. Or
2: he's been wilding. He kept us over there for what? For the whole episode. Wait, this was mine.
1: Don't worry bro I He has
2: you. one He has his own Why'd you I, give him it's one It's
1: empty That's why I'm, I'm like
2: i just seen you coughing.
1: drinking I'm telling you I ain't got nothing You can have it Because
2: I don't even need none. I got a piss So I don't even For want Thank it. you. It's just going just mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. That's crazy though But I ain't going to say nothing Too much about it Why that. do you think <laughs> I
0: went over To get the water I was I th- thirsty I thought you was going hey. I, I'll, I'll give you half bro No I'm, I'm good I don't need none No don't worry I'll give All you half me. Sure. All right.
2: that Just give give your analysis Thank you Um, You know what I got to pay respect to Minnesota and I, I just, I got to. I can't hate no more. You know what I'm saying? John Morant, they've done as There's good as. There's nothing to hate on. Why, I just
0: sound, why do you sound like Birdman? I
1: have no idea. I ain't got to hate no
2: more. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, They've done as good a job on John Morant. As anybody as I've ever seen, you know John Morant, his playmaking has been great, but he just cannot get to the rim. And shout out to Ja, he's not forcing anything. No, you know he's not. If he uh, doesn't,
1: in some moments it feels that for, way. For
2: a guy who's not getting his shots, you would think he would force, 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 force. But some at times he's being patient. At times he's looking it's facilitating. At, you know, correct. He's like, I, you know what, it's not gonna be my night. I can't take too many shots. Unlike some other guy that we're gonna get to later on tonight, but. He's not taking a lot. He he's being patient, so I respect that about job. But they have done a great job on John Morant, and you see why this series is close. You do a great job on John Morant, and then you make it a series. You know, Jaron Jackson Jr. hasn't looked like the guy we want we're expecting him to look like. He looks undisciplined. At times he looks low on IQ. He just looks like he's out of place. And sometimes even he plays funky. Steven Adams, he virtually becomes unplayable at times because he just can't. Guard cat, like there's just nothing he could do. Brandon Clark has been amazing in his stretches. You know he's been solid. And Edwards, he has his moments, but he's overall been a really solid for them. Delo sucks. I'm sorry, this man <laughs> has been ass. And I love Delo's game. I really do. I love Delo. I think everybody loves Delo. He's swaggy. He got the style. He's mad cool, nonchalant. Like he, he cool. Everybody likes Delo. He's a good dude to like. God, he sucks. Like he's he's just not. He's virtually. And I get what you're saying. It should be a game-by-game game basis, but I don't even think it should be that. It should just be ant and cat. d hasn't been good. It should just be straight ant work, but cat work. That That's pretty much it. They've been the two best guys. Pat Bev, I even think, should sometimes get a little bit over d He's been better, and John Moran is a fucking cone. It's embarrassing. <laughs> like, it's like,
0: chill, chill, chill. He's
2: borderline Trey Young, and it's getting me mad. He's falling for the simple, perfect. Pat Bev keeps doing it. So, for me, like, you know what? It's tough, but I might go Minnesota in seven, bro. Yeah, wow. I, I've watched six wow. games, five games. Pardon me, and they just look like the better team. They they've literally been beating themselves with the lack of experience, the undisciplined plays, with the fact that they're not focused mentally. They the forty eight minute They haven't been focused for a forty eight minute game, and that's because. I don't even want to say they're young because Cat and D'Lo aren't young, but that lack of experience in the playoffs does matter. People have to understand that Chris Finch, he's still a young head coach. He doesn't have that experience. Yeah, that calling
0: matters. a timeout in the twenty, not calling a timeout within in the twenty year run yeah, is
2: ridiculous. He, they have to understand that, and they'll they'll they will get it in time. Memphis. Is another team though they're that's both not still young. They're very both young teams, teams are young but you can tell Memphis is more experienced in the sense where they know that adversity
1: is there. They don't I give say up experienced. They're smarter.
2: You know, we
0: that we argued about this in a group chat yesterday in the game. Anthony Edwards beat Ja on he that late not. drive. He Clark did not. Held.
1: He did That's not. That's why he picked up his dribble. Ja was there with him step for nah. step. That layup Jaw was
0: crazy. Bro. That game winning. Yeah, nah. He's nuts. Nice. I was like,
2: oh my God.
0: Edwards was about to body
1: Let's, him right. And was you know what? I you right know. to the basket. 7. Crazy. You just flipped. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? And I love Is Ja. That, I love Ja Morant. Everybody knows that. But you know what? You have to give their acknowledgement to, or the acknowledgement to John Morant where he was struggling that oh, I'm hold. I'm so sorry.
2: Before I cut you off,
1: just to quickly...
2: Talk about the Warriors in the next two. Right, it doesn't matter. Memphis say. doesn't look like the team. And they don't look like the number two seed. They just look like a team that's not going to hold up. And Minnesota's too young. Yeah. And the
0: thing about Jaron Jackson is that he gets into his most foul trouble when a smaller lineup's on the floor. Yeah. Against Golden State, that's what's going to happen. So that's oh, why yeah. I think it's over for Memphis oh against God. Golden they State. They put out DEFCON 5? This is what I wanted to say about that, um, about you know, just Minnesota-Memphis, is that when we gave our analysis— But previewing the series, I told you guys, the key for Minnesota is keeping Memphis off the glass. Offensive rebounds. And literally, that's what's been killing
1: them this series. Like I said, Memphis is the leading rebounders in the NBA. Okay, well, you want to know
0: this thing about that? Steven Adams has the highest offensive rebounding percentage in the NBA.
1: He has not been playing this year. But series. Brandon Clark has been fantastic. No,
0: I understand that, but I'm just saying you that. You Steven Adams the, there. the key to this series is rebounding. Yeah. And that Minnesota is giving Memphis so many extra possessions because they're not rebounding well. But, like, I I mean, I agree with you, you know. And it's funny because. I just sure take, bro. I you know, I, I told, I told, uh, I mean, if the audience doesn't know by now, like, I read all the comments. I may not respond to them, but I read them. And it's funny because the Minnesota video did pretty well and it had a lot of comments and the Wolves in seven video. And it's just funny when I read the comments, because obviously this is not how I feel. But the passion Minnesota fans have and. I'm going to save like a more emotional speech for if they potentially lose, because I love Minnesota fans. The passion these guys have, and the way they've been backing me, has been amazing. If you look at some of those comments, I people—it's it's very disrespectful to YouTube. I mean, people Some of them be like, "Oh, it's clear Joel's basketball now is just far one them, more." One superior. of them was just like,
2: Joel, kick them both off." <laughs> it,
0: was <laughs> it was like, like it's clear Joel is a mastermind who studies every single component of the game of basketball." That's what I'm saying, you need this one. You need <laughs> this. this one. That
2: happened, You know what's crazy? That also happened with you and the Rams. It was just the same thing. Like, I was reading the comments one day randomly, and it was just like, Drew's the only guy, man. Rams Nation. It's just like, it always, it's so fun to see stuff like that, man. It is it's fun. Minnesota, man. You deserve it, though. This is your take, bro. You and I'm riding listen, your like bus. You you this Wolves is your bus. I'm hopping in, on your bus, bro. seven. I apologize, man. Minnesota. Don't fold on me, though. Don't lose, because I'm going to get tight.
1: Um, But I'll say this. I need to start off by giving John Moran his, his due diligence. To start the game off as shaky as he did and to come down in the stretch of the fourth quarter and score 18 points with the game winner, it, it just speaks volumes to John Morant and, and his aggression, his character, his belief in himself. Shout out to John Morant. The performance he put forth was all-time great for the first round, of course. Now, for for the whole analysis of this series, I will say this. I need to give credit to Brandon Clark because he has dominated this series the Grizzlies down low, averaging 16, 8 rebounds on 70% from the field this series and the last game that they played, 21 points, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 64% from the field. He has been great, but let's also give credit to Desmond Bain, who I have been consistently telling you guys is the real deal. 24 points per game, 48% from the field, 47% from 3, 90% from the free throw, about yeah, 2.5 assists and barely any turnovers. I'm looking at The Grizzlies and you guys are are pretty fair in, in what you guys are saying. The Wolves have folded two games that they should have easily locked up and the Grizzlies have seized opportunity. I do believe that this series does go seven. This series has had seven written all over it, given the fact of how the Wolves look to dominate. Then you have game two. You have the Grizzlies come out and absolutely smoke the Wolves. And then you have a, a, a complete turnaround of Game Three, where the Wolves are dominating. Grizzlies come back somehow, win Game Four. Shout out to 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 the uh, to the Wolves. They 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 had control of that game pretty much the entire way. And Game Five again, the Wolves choking it. Game Six is going to be in Minnesota. I think Minnesota does win that game. Game Seven, I don't see the Grizzlies losing. I'm looking at John Morant, and I feel like his energy is going to be completely different for a Game Seven. And I'm looking at the supporting cast of the Grizz- of the Grizzlies as a whole. It's been wh- well more consistent than the Wolves. It- it's been the Carl anthony Townshow and Anthony Edwards. They have been tremendous. Pat Bev has been really good. He has been. And, and I will definitely and so, give him Shout out to Zaire
2: Williams, the, the rookie. He's been good in the minutes he's got. So shout out to him for that. Like, okay, Getting in. Being a rookie, it's tough. Playoff atmosphere, he's been good in his minutes. But yeah, Pat Bev's been a dog. I ain't but, gonna lie. but
1: you mentioned it perfectly. Steven Adams coming in, you were expecting him to be the force down low. But given the fact that Carlton E. Towns is really making it really hard for Steven Adams to even be on the floor, for Brandon oh, Clark to come yeah. in and step in the I way that he I've seen it early. Has.
2: Game one, it was early. For, like, OD, yeah. that's like, he fact. made it very early. Like Get him off the court. But for Brandon Clark
1: army. to come in and, and still have the impact that he's had, it just speaks credit to him and how deep that this Memphis Grizzlies roster really is. I think the Grizzlies do take game 7 and do move on. Now, for the Warriors and Grizzlies, as I do see it, I think the Warriors are going to win that series. I'm going to have them win in 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 5 games. It'll be a really good 5 games with some with some games leaning more towards the Warriors cuz the Warriors just have a, a crazy lineup right now. And I just got to acknowledge what's going over there in Golden State. That DevCon 5 lineup is legit. And with Curry being as selfless as he is and coming off the bench, he started tonight, correct? Yeah, 27. Ended the game. Six points. In two minutes. Dudes a beast. Sorry. Six guess. points in two minutes. Yeah. Eh. Jokic was going crazy, though. He was, like, going back and forth. Respect. You know, and you got to give credit to Jokic. He, he tried his I, hardest. I, I his needed his him to get one. Hardest. I told you. you I just needed I one. I thought he get two. He, yeah, was, yeah. he blew it, man. They were all eight. He did one. He got the one. I was he like, didn't right. blow it, But No, no, of course. The Nuggets. They lost. It is what it is. They're yeah. not they're, I mean, they're the not on their levels. Yeah, exactly. Austin Rivers ain't going to do too much. no. But... I think the Warriors are just playing at a higher level basketball right now, and you guys mentioned it perfectly. The matchup definitely leans Grizzlies, but even still, I think the lineup that the Warriors are running and how well that they're playing and Klay Thompson coming back and really seems like he hasn't even missed a step. He has been brilliant this in, this postseason so far. I'm expecting the Warriors to continue the hot streak.
0: On to the last segment of the podcast. We're going to talk about some of the big stars and the criticism they've been receiving and Whether or not it's fair, or are they mostly false narratives, and it's just getting overblown right now. So I will start with you, RIV, because you talked about earlier in the show that you have a lot to say about Trey Young. <clears throat> so I'm curious to see what you got to say about Trey Young.
2: Let's 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 use. I want to use three players: Kevin Durant, Trey Young, Zach Levine.
1: I want I want to use. Kai's uh, not getting involved in there. Okay.
2: Well, he's he already went on his spew about Kyrie Irving. I don't feel like you know fair. Yeah, he he handled that one pretty well. He handled it perfectly. I don't (laughs) feel like I need to say anything about that one. Kevin Durant deserves to get criticized. Kevin Durant deserves to definitely get blamed. Kevin Durant deserves to get you know he he deserves a scrutiny. uh, He deserves Mm -hmm. a scrutiny. He definitely does. Kevin Durant is a prime time player. Kevin Durant is one of the four basketball best basketball players in the world. Kevin Durant is regarded as one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen in our lives. So he definitely deserves screwing me not because of the fact that well not only just because of how he played but because he's he's been on record saying that he doesn't need to be coach they don't need to be coached, and he's been on record saying like he want, he likes this style of basketball and let's be realistic like we said before boston ran a simple defensive scheme that kevin durant being as great as he is is where he is in his career now we thought would be easily able to exploit that he did it so kevin durant deserves the blame but in no way should we you know, forget who he is. You know, we still know Kevin Durant is one of the best basketball players in the NBA, but he definitely deserves to get scrutinized. Zach Levine is another one. You know, I feel like being at the age where he's at, you know, it's different for a young player. If they're 20 years old, 21 years old, 19 years old, walking to the first playoff, you know, run, it's different. You give them that leeway. But same thing I said with Devin Booker. At 26, 27 years old, you don't get that type of leeway. It's kinda like you go in, you gotta show me something. And Devin Booker was one of those guys that showed me, bro, this I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> my whole life. I'm here. And Zach Levine, as much as we want to call the injuries, and I'm one of the guys who I understand he's hurt, you've been playing hurt all year. So if you come into a playoff series, I expect you to come in ready to play. You've been there is you haven't made an excuse. All year, you you decided you wanted to play. You was dealing with injury. I know. You played like garbage. You weren't good. You were pretty passive. Defensively, you were okay, but your shot wasn't there. You weren't getting to your spots, and you just weren't being that number two guy. If I'm going to be honest, Vooch was better than you in that series, and that's saying a lot because Vooch is really cooked. So he, him being be well, better than you— Vooch played well. Him being better than you kind of like looks at you funny, especially on the contract year. So And for Trey Young, this one's a tough one because— People have put this man, my, my 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 fellow partner in crime to the left of me, has put this man on a pedestal where he's better than Steph. Did he not have a better season than Steph? Don't, let me don't cut me off. Let me finish. You you'll get your moment. I'm selling you. Yeah. He's better than Steph. He's the best point guard in the NBA. Debatable. Okay. If he's the best point guard in the NBA, what did I say about the Joker? You got to get me one right. And you have to play well. It's, it's, it's one thing for a superstar to lose to a better team. I can understand that. But you have to show me why you're considered a superstar. And Trey Young went into the series. He had 30 turnovers. 30 turnovers in five games. He did not play good at all. And I know people want to say this is the first time that this defense has, you know, he, he's seen this defense. Okay, that's fair to say. But you can still play better. You know, you can still—he's saying his rushing shots. I don't see it like that. I see that Miami was just being aggressive with him. Miami—he couldn't—he couldn't find the mismatch. He was just getting bullied throughout the court. I think Trey Young definitely deserves, you know, some scrutiny because this year has kind of been funny for the Atlanta Hawks. You know, last year coming off ECF run, we expected big things—not big things—we expected consistency. You make the playoffs, you'd be at least one of the good good teams in the East. You go into a Miami series. I expected you to play better, and I just feel like the scrutiny definitely is deserved because not only did you play bad, you kind of play like shit. And if you're regarded as the best, Steph Curry has never had a series like that ever in his life. No matter if he was the favorite underdog against San Antonio, against Houston, he's never had a series like that that bad like that was it was it was worse than bad like that was an extremely piss poor series he like he was really he was not good he was making poor decisions offensively he was chugging shots he was missing shots like you said that he usually makes but also he was getting just locked up and it was just like Scrooney definitely deserves to be there but i think people just kind of like pushed it too far where he's the best point guard league. Like i think people have to kind of like wait until the playoffs because the playoffs is and this is why i don't like making lists in the regular season or I don't like switching up my stance in the regular season because a true superstar, the playoffs is the separator. It's the reason why we look at LeBron differently. It's the reason why we look at Kawhi Leonard differently. It's the reason why we look at these players differently because the playoffs is the separator for superstars. They're so close together. This is why you guys are looking at Tatum as that next step because the playoffs is the separator and Trey Young being at that high level, it's it's hard for me to, this is why it was hard for me to put him up because I had to see it and I seen him wet the bed.
0: Now, listen, I'm I'm kind of – I'm ecstatic with uh, any of these outcomes because, you know, Trey Young, I think he did have the best season for a point guard in the league this year.
1: Uh, probably Luca, but – All yeah. right, yeah, I, I I'm mean, not going to argue. Season I mean,
0: he definitely had a better year than Ja and Steph statistically. Um, but before the season and the offseason, we had made a bet, mister, about the Hawks being a first-round exit.
1: What? Uh, the Knicks had to be involved.
0: It, it was the Knicks. Well, I said regardless, the Hawks would, would lose in the first round.
2: It was a $200 I, I, bet. I could have sworn it was the Knicks, but I owe you 200 though. I owe you 200 <laughs> I thought I, the Knicks were involved. Go back and look. It's a video on TikTok. Go back and look, and if it's a yeah. fact, I owe you $200. I'm a man of my word. Okay. I, 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 was even, high, I, I was high on that later. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't even mind if you don't give me the 200 I just like the bragging rights. But if you want to give it to me, that's fine.
2: <laughs> We're about to be rich, bro. I need the
0: 200. <laughs> so, on to what I was going to say about these false narratives. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you're definitely right. The playoffs do <clears throat> elevate some players, but it also is one of the biggest reasons why people overreact to things a lot. You know, um, Kevin Durant, people are overreacting to it right now with how he played. Trey Young, I think a lot of it is overreaction. He's going to come back better next year. I, this guy just led a team to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's not like... You called it a fluke. Okay. But it's not... I've seen him play well, though. Yes. Rudy Gobert, that narrative has been following him all around <clears throat> Utah and for the past couple of years because in the playoffs, they can't guard the perimeter and it gets blamed on Rudy. And that's why people view Rudy as a center who's not very good. Paul George, it happened with him in the bubble. And now we see what Paul George done since then. And not now, but over early in the Nuggets and Warriors series, people were trash talking to Jokic. So I think it leads to a lot of overreactions. And sometimes players just have off games, Off they have for such games there, it's just things aren't clicking. For Kevin Durant in the Boston series, I mean, help side, everywhere he went, the Nets offense involves no movement. It was bound to happen. It really was bound to happen, Kevin Durant. There are some shots he should have made for sure, but what can you really do when your offense is just ISO and there's, not, there's no movement on offense?
1: He chose that,
0: and Trey Young. It's a, it's a similar thing. I think we're seeing offenses that are revolved around one player not work, and it, it's been that way for a long time. But Trey Young, it's him on offense and nobody else. Because of that, you saw what happened when you you faced an elite <clears throat> defensive team. So I think you know. Some of the criticism is fair for sure, but I think a lot of it gets overblown and we kind of get to the point where uh, it's overreactionary. Like with Charles Barkley calling Katie a bus rider and diminishing what he accomplished. That's
1: not overreactionary.
0: It's an overreaction when you are seen on a video praising him and he literally said word for word. That was one of the best final performances I've ever seen. Yeah, he did. So if you say that and then three years later because he loses in the first round to a team, you are now taking all that away from him because of that. I think it is overreactionary.
1: I think that it sucks that I have to play. And Trey Young
0: did get them one,
1: by the way. He did. He, he did. did.
2: He did. It, it was, uh, honest to God, like I'm not even trying to be funny. Outside of that game winner, which was amazing, he's playing like shit. Yeah, he,
0: he he had two twenty point games in the series.
1: But he had a good he had
2: you, you 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 excited about? Did you check the efficiency? He was come on. Let's be realistic. He played like shit for five
1: straight games.
0: No, he didn't. Not for five straight. Not five. I'll tell you what. He what, played three and a half.
1: No, four, four and three quarters. He played very mediocrely. Three quarters of that game in the fourth quarter, he played really well down the stretch. Game Fair. two,
0: he had twenty five, six and seven. Game, game turnovers three, he had twenty four, four and eight. What was the turnovers? Efficiency was good though. I Which do. one? Um, both, both game, game two and game three.
1: How many turnovers? I'm curious. I don't uh, know I'll any... look at the turnovers. Oh, you, you can give. All right. So show. I hate to play like the fence here, but in this specific sense, yes, there are some times where I agree with the criticism and then there's sometimes that the, the narratives are definitely false and, and I never will defend Kevin Durant, but for this one specifically for any LeBron supporter like myself, that 10 that turnovers is, that, game two. Oh, oof that that is a lebron fan that is trying to How compare the 2018 season that that postseason oh, yeah, run yeah, against yeah. the Celtics as to this postseason run against yeah. the nets uh, with the nets and the Celtics can we i, I don't want to see that cuz then we're we're really reaching all right and, and as a lebron fan as someone who really prides themselves as as being a, a, a great fan of lebron james it really does kill me to to have certain fans come out in and, and Make our make our reputation look as bad as it is because some LeBron fans really do go over the top, and that was over the top. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I wasn't expecting Kevin Durant to play better. Game one, right? We left we left that game with the with the with the idea that Kevin Durant's not going to play that bad for the rest of the series. That's his one game. Game two happened, and we saw Kevin Durant play similar. No
2: way he'll play better.
1: And there's no way that he's gonna it's going to happen a third time. Then it happens a third time where he only takes eleven shots. And Game 4, shout out to him. He definitely came to play, but we were expecting him in that fourth quarter with Tatum out of the game, fouled out, and the game tied, that KD and or Kyrie would be able to close that game. Because I was told by Kyrie Irving that he finally had someone that could close games as well as he can. Mm. And there was four games where they could have both closed and they did not. Game 1 specifically is another example where they were up three points With less than a minute, and they lost that game somehow. Now, for Trey Young's case, this one is more so on some criticism because there were some moments where he really did look bad. He was making very poor decisions on, on shot selections, even facilitating the basketball. He was doing a bad job of reading defenses where he thought the help side was coming, so he's passing the ball, but then the help is dropping back, and they're able to just deflect That's passes. Spoiled, man. They, they were doing a great job against him, but even still, a lot of it was on Trey Young and his his mental uh, capacity for the game and how it was transpiring in front of him. I do give him a little bit of... of of criticism for that. But I do also understand that his supporting cast right now is not suited for his style of play. They need more physical guys. They need guys that he can rely on offensively. And right now they don't have that. And against a Miami team that defensively is as great as they are on switching, it's very tough for, for Trey Young to really do anything when his game is predicated on dribbling past people. When you really can't do that against Miami. Now for Zach Levine, this to me is, is is pretty false narrative for me personally because he's been hurt and he's really been fighting through it and you see it in his efficiencies. you see it how he has been a consistent over the last two seasons a 50 40 85 ball player and this season we saw the efficiency take a hit where he was around 45 th- 36 it's 38 30 th- really 38 guy's a beast. But regardless of that, we still saw a, a regression, in, not a regression, but a, a slight decline in his efficiency and just his aggression as a whole. He was being a little bit too passive for my liking. And you could tell that he really was not in the normal Zach Levine body that we've seen over these last couple of seasons. And so I definitely don't like to to put too much scrutiny on him for the fact that his body just was not capable to, to withstand being put through a series against... A Milwaukee team that is just a solid unit, especially when Drew Holiday was coming to play defense on him. It was tough to ask of him. But when you're hurt, you're hurt. And and I'm not putting too much scrutiny on you if you are injured. But if you are 100% good to go and and there are strong expectations on your shoulder and you don't live up to it, I'm going to criticize.
0: I'd be very hesitant to pay Zach Levine. Mm. He's already tore his ACL. he's going to have another knee surgery twenty
1: six? Yeah, I, I at twenty six. Come on, that's fine. Two knee surgeries at twenty six years old. am no, you're right, you're right. That's crazy. crazy. He's still twenty six years old. To
0: pay him though, max money. Now nah, I would, I'd personally. Well, pass
1: he hasn't on made that. an All NBA, so he's. You guys, have, to make don't you 30. guys don't have a choice, but. I'd I mean, I'd people pass. are looking at the
2: maxes, but look at other players that's got the max. You know, he's not getting a super max.
1: Like, if he gets Julius Randle's contract plus a little bit more. He's
2: probably going to get a little bit more, more yeah. than that. So and I'm not I, upset at I, that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind paying. He's it. been consistent. If, he was, if it was a super max,
1: I wouldn't pay him. I'm not going. Super max, I'm not getting the money. Listen. We, super max like
2: Rudy Gobert money. I'm not we, giving him
1: We've that. seen Levine be Levine when he's healthy. It was clear. yeah, but Supermax is crazy. No, no, Supermax. No, let's not talk about that. He hasn't made an All NBA to to earn a, a no, Supermax. He's a max. He's, yes, going, he's going to
0: get the max money. Realistically, no player deserves a Supermax. I'll like maybe like
2: three, four. Steph Curry deserves a Supermax, bro. Yeah, James Harden and Houston deserves a Supermax.
0: But like Curry is taking less money though. Not, not okay. Last I'll last tell
1: summer. you this: Jokic deserves Supermax, and B. De- you said sp- certain players, so I'm just going to. name B. Jokic not. deserves, and B. deserves it. All right, you're right. That's fair. Giannis. Giannis without a doubt. Steph Curry without a doubt. LeBron without a doubt. But they can't get Super No, as no. As well. I'm just thinking. I'm just saying off Who? the top of my head. Luka, LeBron can't. Luka, Luka Doncic. You Supermax. have to be with Steph. No, right. You like have to be with for, for Luka, 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 Luka,
2: Steph. Luka. Giannis, the Joker. And Jokic. You said Jokic? Yeah. yeah. Those are the four that are the Super Max. Like, whoa.
1: You throw him the money, no hesitation. In order Devin to get Booker, I would order, give Super Max. In order to be. What? what I would give f- Super Max to Devin Booker. 50 mil? I would give him. I'm
2: like. Devin Booker's not getting 50 mil out D-book, of me. I love d book, but that's crazy. Devin Booker's not getting 50 mil out of Devin Booker's
1: of me. one of the best scorers in the NBA. Devin Booker's not getting, if
2: that's the case, I'm throwing and 50 mil a, at Bradley he's a Bill. Solid, stop it. You Devin, know, it's Devin different. a Devin Booker isn't getting 50 mil out of me, bro.
1: I'm sorry. I will give it to him.
2: If you're not top 10, I don't think you deserve to get but 50 But he is mil.
1: fringe top 10.
2: I said, if you're not officially top 10, don't get 50 he's, mil out He of
1: me. He could, you can make the argument he's 10.
2: I got him at 11. Me, personally.
1: Okay, so, come on. or Again, fringe 10. If Tatum, so, Tatum gets the Supermax for you? Yes.
2: Okay, fair. That's fair.
0: I mean, in order to uh, be eligible, you got to stick with a team for like seven plus so
2: years. Tatum. you got to make an all-NBA. Mm-hmm. T- Booker and Tatum. These guys are probably going to get it.
1: I'm just saying. Well, he's going to get one this season. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true.
2: So that's going to do
0: it for episode 175 of the Pick Side podcast. Let's
1: acknowledge what time it is you, so the guys know that we grind for y'all.
0: Talk
1: to it them. is 1.03. 1.03 y'all. in the morning. Yeah. This is for y'all. We dropped this content for y'all.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at Pick A Side Podcast. On Twitter at Pick Aside Pod. Buy our merch Flex on our that. website. Look how cute my boy yes. looks right now. Pick a
2: side hoodie, pick mm, mm, pick a
0: side, mm. com, pick a side shout, out, shout out
2: for the boys. Shout out to the boys for giving me this jersey. I'm going to put it up in the rafters, not with the Steph Curry jersey. Though,
1: <laughs> and, like. and probably never wear it again. <laughs> yeah, nah, this is my game. Yo, it looks tough. It looks tough. Mine, I I never next, wear it if again. If we, if we, when we go,
2: because we're going to eventually go back to a Brooklyn game. I throw it on. Real. That's real. That's so, up, but unless he's not on the team. I was going to say. So thank
0: luck. you for listening and or watching, and we'll see you next time.